is on the line tonight in St. Leon. It's Fry, Bragging Rights, and Community. Alex Maxwell, Cole Rosfeld, and Gage and Gar Ertle have the EC faithful thinking of another state title season. Harrison was one of just three teams to beat East Central last season in what was an overtime thriller in St. Leon. Can their impressive new quarterback, Connor Kinnon, and a talented set of receivers get past their most bitter rival? We'll find out together. It's Ohio versus Indiana, green and white versus red and black, Harrison versus East Central. Trojans, Wildcats, game time is now. It's a hometown tradition. Playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends. Playing for the pride and glory of the name across the front of the jersey. Playing for the love of the game. The hometown tradition continues. Your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, is your home for high school sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by... Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale. The City of Lawrenceburg. Community Spirit Credit Union, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacy in Dillsboro, Rising Sun, and Lawrenceburg, Garing Eating and Cooling in Batesville, Hag Ford in Greendale, Margaret Mary Health, Steve Sunoco, BP, Jim True Ford in Brookville, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, Gary Trable, sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet, United Community Bank, and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown Hello, tradition. Good can... evening and thanks for joining us for Southeastern Indiana High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and streaming worldwide at EagleCountryOnline.com. With Chuck Thomas, I am Mike Perleberg. We are live at Bill Cunts Field in Harrison, Ohio for the 2018 edition of the War of Interstate 74. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan pregame show. The home team Wildcats enter this game 1-0 after the offense went wild in their season opener last Friday night against Butler Vandalia. East Central, they come in at 1-1 after a road loss last week against Oak Hills. Chuck, when these two teams get together, whether it's in the Buckeye State or the Hoosier State, we always see all-out effort. More often than not, we get a close game, and of course, we see some baby powder. Yeah, you're, you refer to last year when they had so much we couldn't see. I mean, they halted the game and everything else. I, and you told me earlier that the, uh, you saw baby powder being sold, or I don't know. I can't believe the administration would forget about that because I don't think they were very happy last year. Cost them a penalty uh, to start the second half when uh, the baby powder loomed over the field at Trojan Field from the Harrison student section. And it cost Harrison, at least in that moment. However, Harrison did come back and win that game in an overtime thriller. 27-24, Harrison. The Wildcats defense held East Central to a field goal on their first possession in overtime. The next possession, Harrison quarterback Frankie Young since graduated. Uh, He threw the game winner to Jace Fetty in the end zone. Fetty, one of the talented receivers, back for Harrison this year. He, along with Brett Reinstatler, C.J. Young, Levi Tidwell, all four of them returning. Uh, they were well into double-digit receptions, each of them last season. The, the team leader in that was 39 catches for Levi Tidwell. He was just a sophomore last year. He's back as a junior. And they've got a new, very capable arm throwing them the football. If last week is any indication, Connor Kennett, just a junior, 392 yards, four touchdowns through the air last week in addition to two touchdowns rushing. Yeah, you know, he accounted for 467 of the 547 yards one way or the other, either through the air or running. He is, uh, he's a man too. I, you know, he's 6'3", 225 pounds. Um, that's a fullback. That's a big fullback on a lot of teams. 
maybe even a linebacker, but he throws the ball well, I'm told. I have it. I'm anxious to see him play. I've heard a lot of good things about him and those receivers you were talking about. Taking a look at the Harrison defense. They're, uh, their coordinator on defense is Andy Dalton, an essential grad, and of course went on the play at Hanover College, where he had a pretty outstanding college career at that uh, D3 school. But uh, they're returning back on defense. Simon Shirley, a senior linebacker who was a Southwest, or Southwest Ohio Conference honorable mention last year, running the ball this season for the Harrison Wildcats. It's going to be Jake Reardon. He goes by the bowling ball, 14 carries last week for 50 yards in the season opener. He's hoping to step up and have a big season as well. How about the East Central Trojans? They come in, as I said, one and one. They got a win out of the gate against Lawrenceburg in week one, a 38-7, a game you heard live right here on Eagle Country 99-3. However, they stumbled a little bit on the road at Oak Hills, 28-21 they went down. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's a reason to be concerned right now, but quite possibly they didn't run the ball very well, and um, they didn't stop the pass very well. Myers, last year, last week's quarterback for Oak Hills, the Highlanders, threw three touchdown passes on the evening. He did throw an interception, which was brought back for a touchdown. But uh, traditionally, you can't run against East Central, and you end up having to throw. And uh, tonight, they're going to see the ball in the air a lot, I'm thinking. Senior quarterback for East Central, Alex Maxwell. His line through two games, 14 of 26 passing for 202 yards. He's not thrown a a touchdown or an interception yet this season. He's also ran 28 times for 111 yards and five touchdowns, averaging four yards per carry. Eric Rosemeyer, he's been a little bit more of an effective runner this season for East Central behind their very good offensive line. 18 rushes for 210 yards, a touchdown, and 11.7 yards per carry. Better than a first down each time Eric Rosemeyer touches the ball. Well, he get, he get it a lot tonight, perhaps. Maybe, but yeah, he got it. You know, he he only had 18 yards on eight carries last week, and that's something unusual. Um, they usually can run the ball pretty well. They did not run the ball very well last week. They only had 89 yards on the ground. Um, this is a grinded out run team. And if they can't do that, and they can't do that tonight, they are going to be in real trouble. Other area games across the tri-state this evening. Franklin County is at Rushville. Milan is at Lawrenceburg. South Dearborn on the road at Batesville. Oldenburg is at Edinburgh. Switzerland County at Carroll County in Ohio. Taylor is hosting New Richmond in Northern Kentucky. Riles at Boone County. Connors at Simon Kenton. Cubcap is at Cooper. And Walton Verona is on the road at Holmes. We'll have up score updates of all those games uh, throughout the evening when uh, Elliot Levi checks in with our scoreboard updates throughout the night. Hope you could stay with us. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. Back with coaches' interviews after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's simple. We're changing car buying from an errand to an experience. Hi, this is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford, and we're on a mission to turn the hassle of purchasing a new vehicle into a simple and memorable experience you'll enjoy for years to come. You'll simply enjoy your new Ford with 0% interest for 72 months, plus $1,000 in rebates on 2018 Escape, Edge, and Explorer, and 0% interest on just about every other model. It's simple. Start your car buying experience at JimTrueFord.com, and then come see me and our experienced staff on US 52 in relaxing Welcome to the Jim True Ford family.
Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Trojans joining us on the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan pregame show, the most trusted name in the car business. Here we are, one and one in the season, two games into it, Coach, and you got Harrison tonight. But, uh... How are, how is the responsibility of juggling uh, the roles of athletic director and head coach going two weeks into the season? Oh, it's <laughs> it's what I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, luckily, uh, you know, Jake Miners is the assistant head coach. He does a great job, uh, and 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 really the coaching staff in general, uh, with Tim Belmer, Scott Schwartz, Kurt Gaffner, Randy Maxwell, Tom Harris, uh, those guys. Um, you know, we got a lot of maturity, mm-hmm. and, and that helps as far as with uh, you know our preparation and 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 the teaching and things like that but uh there's a lot of things going on with East Central with the, the new turf and and the soccers and uh you know volleyball is off to a great start and cross country's got their big invitational tomorrow so so yeah it's uh, flying by <laughs> well maybe the busiest man in Dearborn County perhaps well uh two games into it what uh what areas of the your team's game do you like so far and what areas do you want to see some improvement well right now I, we're a little bit of check out and hide. Uh, I was very pleased with the kids on the Lawrenceburg game. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously the score indicated that we played well, but, uh, uh, you know, our maturity level uh, as far as our special teams and getting kids on the field and transitioning different packages and, and, and doing those things. Uh, I thought we did an exceptionally uh, great job the first week. Um, unfortunately, at Oak Hills, you know, I thought the kids came out flat and, and we told them uh, in, in a pregame. You know, you got to create your own energy. You got to create your own juice, and and if you don't have it, someone's got to ignite us. Um, you know, as a coach, and I don't care what sport you play, you just want your kids to play hard, and you want them to have a good game. Um, and I told ours, I don't think we played a good game. Uh, we had several several mistakes, breakdowns on the offense with assignments, uh, special teams. We got caught with ten guys out on the field, mm-hmm. um, running kids in late. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, we couldn't get off the ball or you know off the field. Uh, several thirds and eights, third and eight, third and twelve, third and fifteen, and and uh, you know they're able to run or or throw, you know, to get the stick. So uh, you know we have our we have our work cut out for us. Uh, you know, tonight with Harrison, they have a, a really dynamic quarterback in Kennett. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a wildcat, big kid, 6'3", 225. He ain't afraid to tuck it and run it. So uh, we got to be really aware of their, their run game and see if our front can hold up to it. Uh, but more importantly, they got five, six receivers uh, that can flat out catch it, and they will spread the ball all, all over the place. Uh, 
you know, our offense has got to rebound and come out with a good game, ball control, mm-hmm. pound the rock, uh, keep the defense off the field, and our special teams uh, have got to win field position because they have a really good kicker down here too. So we know, you know, we're going to be starting deep in our territory a lot. Uh, so it's all about execution tonight. And the, and the good thing is, is you know, I've been doing this a little bit. Um, I've never seen an East Central team come out and play flat two weeks in a row. And with a rivalry game, hostile crowd, if you can't get up for this, you know, you can't get up for anything. Sure. Well, we talked a lot about Alex Maxwell, your quarterback. But uh, another Maxwell we don't talk a whole lot about, at least in these interviews, is uh, your offensive coordinator, Randy Maxwell. What's he bring to the table? Well, Randy uh, has grown, uh, you know, into this role. Uh, was at 90, uh, excuse me, 14 and 15. I was the offensive coordinator. Randy was right on my hip. Uh, we, we were able to put in that uh, power spread uh, with uh, Patton and uh, – it really served us well and complimented us and, 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 and did a good job with it. Uh, you know, I think we were state runner-up in 15. Uh, but Randy's taken it to another level. Uh, he's added in a lot of the run-pass options, the RPOs we call it, uh, because Alex is a senior and is it, so much more mature. Uh, he's got a lot of range to the offense. Uh, we call a lot of uh, plays in, and he can flip it over, or he can check us out into one we want. Um, so that's plus. Uh, and, and then, you know, with the receiving core we have, uh, that was kind of the surprise of the year. Uh, the Beckers, the, the Badescus, the O'Myers, and, and, yep. and the Studers, whatever. Um, we're not afraid to air it out when we have to. Um, but we got to put it all together. We'd like to run the ball with our big offensive line, but we ought to, we got to, we got to protect in order to get the ball out. So, uh, you know, we're a work in progress. That's the great thing about an East Central uh, schedule is, uh, we come out of the gate with Lawrenceburg, a rival, a lot of energy, a lot of juice, get the win, but then you got to line up the next week against Oak Hills, a big GMC school who plays great competition and has the athletes. You know, we got exposed down here. Uh, Harrison's a tough, hard nosed group. Uh, you know, we're going to have to play our butts off tonight to get the W out of here. But at the end of the day, those three games tell us where we need to work at, help our kids grow, and, and, and begin to pair, you know, really prepare us for the next stage here, and that's the conference run. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we get in the sectionals hitting on all cylinders again, and we can make a deep playoff run. And, of course, a big uh, reason the I-74 border war is such a rivalry is because uh, a lot of the common ties between these two programs, East Central and Harrison, and uh, there's a couple of coaches, uh, certainly not the least of which is Harrison's head coach, Derek Rehage. You know uh, him because he's an East Central grad, played under you. Uh, for a year and then also uh, as an assistant uh, when you were there and also uh, Andy Dalton, an East Central guy. Talk about those two guys. What do you remember about them when they were Trojans? Well, I, I, I tease the people from Harrison all the time. The best thing they could have done for Harrison football was hire East Central people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Derek, the head coach, he was a great coach for us. Uh, obviously played at Miami, mm-hmm. um, a little overseas in Europe, but uh, he ran our linebackers and, and, and controlled our defense, and he's a great on-the-field coach. Uh, his brother Danny also helps him, uh, so you got the two Rehage brothers going at it. And then Andy, uh, Andy Dalton is our defensive coordinator, and he was a linebacker for me. Uh, and he went to Hanover and did great things there, and coached up there a little bit. So uh, uh, yeah, we're very familiar. Obviously, they went through our system; uh, they know what we do. Um, you know, they're coming here to Harrison and, and really putting their own, uh, you know, print on what. Uh, you know, re-hedge ball is all about here with the Wildcats. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Coach Stonefield. Good luck tonight against Harrison. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Our pleasure.
Don Stonefield, head coach of the East Central Trojans. His comments, part of the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. We're back with Harrison White High School head coach Derek Rehage after this on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Are you looking for a place for your business to call home? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Would you like your business to thrive in a unique community that's growing? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Do you want your business to be part of a proud, historic community that has its eyes on the future? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Year-round events, convenient location, great community. Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg-in.com. Hey, y'all, it's Crazy Harry here. Come see me at the Tom T.P. Auto Center. If I'm not out shooting, hunting, boating, drinking beer, that sounds like the perfect country western song. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Tonight, Harrison entertaining East Central. Joined right now by the head coach of the Harrison football. That's Derek Rehage in his second year as as the head coach of the Wildcats. His comments part of the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. And, Coach, you joined us on the air this morning, and you you spoke pretty highly of uh, what your team did last week, opening up the season with a 42-19 victory. Uh, that offensive performance, is that what you were expecting to start the season, or were you expecting to knock off the rest of the <laughs> bit more than you did well we knew we were going to have some talented receivers back and um we didn't know exactly what we had with connor kennett we knew he was a good player we knew he had a strong arm athletic kid you know he played basketball as a sophomore but to see what he did last week it was it was pretty special um you know we knew he was going to be good we didn't know how good he was going to be so it'd be interesting to see how he does tonight versus uh our rival in this heated heated game that it will be so yeah we we knew we were going to be okay we weren't sure how good we were going to be but it was a good test great Oh, how about the state of Harrison football right now? You, you're just getting started with your second season here as head coach. Uh, do you got things where you'd like them as, as far as the program and, and the feeder system and, and all those sorts of things that go into it? Yeah, overall, the, the program's in good shape. Our, our numbers are solid at the high school level. We have about six or seven more kids than we did a year ago, 9 through 12. Um, feeder programs, um, our feeder programs combined into one, which was huge. I want to thank HYF and the guys formerly at um, Wildcat Community for merging together. Together and um, they did an awesome job and helped our feeder program grow. And then um, our numbers are solid, and we've definitely changed things to the way I want them, and we're going in the right direction. Sure. No, of course, you, you played at East Central back in the day, and eventually you went on and, and you had some uh, pro camps that you were involved in. So uh, when kids kind of hear about, you know, when you came in last year and they hear about your football pedigree, do you think that makes them kind of take what you're saying a little bit more to heart? Uh, yeah, I, I think it does, and I think the thing with kids in today, and I don't want to say generation versus generations when, when I played or, or even generations 10 years ago, is they want someone that's going to respect them but demand perfection out of them, and, and that's one of the biggest things is I, you know, I respect them, I treat them as one of my own kids, um, but... I demand them to be perfect and, you know, strive for perfection, shuttle for excellence is one of the quotes I got from late Coach Hefner. Um, but, yeah, just relating to them, you have to understand every kid in today's generation isn't the same. And um, getting to know them on a personal level, because, you know, you never know when you're going to ask them what you're going to ask them to do, and they got to be able to trust you and, and believe in what you're selling to them and, you know, just make them believe in the, we call it the green juice, believe in the juice that we're selling to them. <laughs> All right, drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Yep. All right, so... uh 
Of course, East Central is your opponent tonight. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Trojans? I imagine you've watched the tape of their first two games, and what do you think? Very well coached. Uh, Coach Stonefield and his staff have done a tremendous job. Um, Maxwell is a great player. We played against him now for two years. Um, their defense is big, and, and, and um, they like to swarm the quarterback. DBs are solid. Um, Offensively, their offensive line is great. Uh, Coach Belmer has done a phenomenal job. You start down a line all the way from the tight ends to the right tackle to the second tight end, just big and physical and run the ball, and they do a tremendous job. It's going to come down to can we stop the run, can they stop our pass? All right, and of course, uh, kind of leading into the next question with the pass reference there is uh, your wide receiving core. You got four pretty darn good wide receivers. You returned from last year, each of them with uh, double digit receptions. And uh, you know, your quarterback, he's obviously going to have a, a lot of options to throw to this season. And at the high school level, you got four very capable receivers. It's obviously a huge advantage. Yeah, a big part of what our receivers do, though, is we run a, bu- a lot of bubbles and, and screens and stuff. It's just an extension of our run game. And um, we get our guys out in space. Uh, we have some matchup problems. A couple of our guys are over six foot tall. Um, they can run. Max Tidwell's pretty fast and explosive. Jace Fetty and CJ are big bodies. And Brett's just, he's just a football player. He's one of them kids when, you know, you're going to go in and you'll say a backroom bar fight. He's one of the kids you want on your side. Brett's just been awesome, been a great leader for us. And our receivers we knew was going to be the strength of our team. But I didn't know that their leadership has probably been the biggest thing that I've expected. Um, Brett and, and Tidwell are, are captains, and so is Jace. They're all captains and leaders on our team, and they do an awesome job. So they've just been phenomenal this year for us. All right, one last question for you. As much as last year's game is remembered for your comeback to BD Central on the road, it's also remembered as the baby powder game. Is there going to be baby powder in the stands tonight? Has that been banned yet, or what's the deal there? Uh, I don't know what's going to be there. I hope that whatever's there doesn't get us a five-yard penalty again like it did last year. Uh, the student section on both teams does a great job, and they're just there rooting for their teammate or for their student athlete peers, and I hope they enjoy, but it doesn't affect the game. No chafing problems tonight. Exactly. Let's hope so. All right, well, thanks a lot, Coach Rehage, and uh, good luck tonight against East Central. Thanks for having me. Eric Rehage, head coach of the Harrison Wildcats, his comments part of the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. The most trusted name in the car business. We're back with more after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. It's the end of summer clearance sales event at Kelsey Pre-Owned Vehicles on Route 50 in Lawrenceburg. Selling all makes and all models and guaranteed credit approval. Plus, lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Visit us at KelseyChev.com. From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Opening kickoff of the War of I-74. East Central won the toss. They elect to kick it away. They kick going from our left to our right. The kickoff from Caden Browndyke, who's returned by Harrison's Brett Reinstaller. He'll run it right up between the hash marks and get it out to about the 30-yard line. Decent return by 
Ryan Statler for Harrison and the Wildcats offense marching onto the field for the first play from scrimmage in this game. War of I-74 with Chuck Thomas. I'm Mike Prillberg. Thanks for joining us this evening. Five out. No, all receivers out. They are going to come out throwing. Harrison's junior quarterback, Connor Kennett, number 11 in the shotgun. He's got three receivers to his right, two to his left, a hard count before the snap, and they cause the East Central defense to jump. While they mark off the penalty yardage, let's introduce you to the Harrison Wildcats offense. On the offensive line, left tackle, Josh Riddings, left guard, Simon Acra, center, Reed Whitney, right guard, Austin Perkins, right tackle, Dylan Stocker. Wide receivers are Levi Tidwell, C.J. Young, Jay Steady, and Brett Reinstatler. Halfback is Jake Reardon, who will at times go into the slot, as he did on that last formation. And then calling the shots tonight under center, Connor Kinnett. 392 passing yards, four touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns last week in Harrison's season opening win at Butler Vandalia. And a whistle blown and another flag thrown. And that's going to be a full start on Harrison. So first two plays from scrimmage, both penalties. Chuck. If you would, how about a look at our Hag Ford keys to the game? Well, they, <laughs> coach said it. Can't, who can stop what? You know, uh, the passing offense of the Harrison Wildcats, the running game of the Trojans. In a nutshell, that's it. Whoever, whoever puts their dominance on the other, they win. But normally, there is no dominance and it comes down to a real close game. They are like uh, 12 and 12 over the last 24 years, right? Do I have that right? I think that's correct. Last 20, last 20 or so meetings between these schools is pretty much right down the middle. 12 and 12 in the last 24 meetings. Kinnett takes the snap in the shotgun. He's under pressure. He scrambles out of a sack, rolling to his left. He's got a guy deep. Down the field. He's got a wide open receiver. It's caught at the 15. And making the catch is Levi Tidwell. He'll then be quickly tackled. As he gets to the 15-yard line, what an arm displayed by Connor Kennett on that throw on the run. And escapability. He he was deep in the grip of a defensive uh, man. I think it was the defensive end. He was able to spin loose, go to his left. He's a right-handed quarterback. Get out here to the flat. Got more time. And the, the uh, receiver was smart enough to know that the defensive man had already left him. And he just kept going back and back and back. And as you said, a great throw. First and ten for Harrison. After making the catch at the 15, Tidwell kind of came back to the 20, so that's where they mark him down. And a run up the middle by Kinnett is stopped for a two-yard gain. He gets to the 18-yard line, second and eight coming up for the Harrison Wildcats. How about the East Central starting defense while they're out there? They go with the 3-5 formation. Gage Ertle and Gar Ertle are your defensive ends. The nose tackle is Justin Ryan. Linebackers include Jackie Hutchins, Evan Grywe, Brett Fox, Nathan Griffin, and Cole Veal. Quarterbacks are Andrew Strewing and Chase Ludwig, and that safety, all EIAC player last year as a sophomore, junior Devin Donaworth, wearing number seven. He returned a touchdown. Or a punt, yep, indeed he did last week. Here's a bubble screen out to the right side from Kinnett. He hooks up on this pass with Ryan Statler. Pardon me, that's going to be Tidwell. So give him two catches already in this game. The big one and then the short yardage one right there. He's able to pick up a few more yards, bringing up third down and five from the 15 for Harrison. A lot of room. They're almost to the right hash. If they're going to throw the ball, you'd, it'd either be a one-on-one, like a fade to the right, or something going on on this left side if they're going to throw it. 
Chuck mentioned to go your Hag Ford keys to the game. Hag Ford has been family-owned and operated for over 55 years. Check out their inventory at hagfordsales.com. Third down and five at the East Central 15. Kennett dropping back. Quick pass to Reardon, the halfback. He'll run up the right side. It gets the first down to the goal line, and he is in for a touchdown. The late signal from the official says Reardon just did cross the goal line. And just a couple minutes into this game, Harrison strikes first, 6-0, with 9.44 to go in the first quarter. Nice offensive play. They sent a guy in motion opposite and then uh, ran the re- receiver out down deep and stuck the uh, running back out in the back, out in the, uh, to the back on the right-hand side. Nice throw, touchdown. Ten-yard touchdown run by Reardon. The extra point on the way from Kyle Farpstein. He's now 7 of 7 in that department this young season, and Harrison has a 7-0 lead. We'll be right back with East Central's first possession of the game after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Discover why students choose Ivy Tech Community College. It's not just the affordable tuition and flexible scheduling. You can also transfer your Ivy Tech credits to a four-year college. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg and Batesville campuses offer degrees in business, healthcare, robotics, and more. Apply at ivytech.edu. It's hard to believe it's back to school time already. Whether you're looking for something safe and reliable for your college or high schooler to get around or looking for something new for yourself, you'll find the answer at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Save on quality pre-owned vehicles from the most trusted name in the car business, Whitewater Motor Company. Visit the lot in Milan or browse the entire inventory online at whitewatermotorcompany.com. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Nice return on the kickoff following the Harrison touchdown. Devin Donaworth fields it inside the 10, and he'll bring it all the way out to the 40-yard line before he's drubbed down from behind by the Harrison Wildcats coverage. Donaworth nearly breaking it big there. Would have been a nice response as it is. East Central will have their first possession of the game. First and 10 at the 39-yard line. Chuck, how about a recap of that game-opening touchdown drive for the Wildcats? Six plays. Ending on a eight, uh, big play was the 55-yarder from Connor to uh, Connor Kennett. To, and I didn't catch it. It was going so fast I didn't get the receiver. Uh, you have by Tidwell. Tidwell. And then uh, halfback out of the backfield, and I didn't catch his number. I Reardon. Reardon. Here's a run to the near side by East Central's Jake Fike, the sophomore tailback, finding his way for a first down into Harrison territory as he is pushed out at the 48-yard line of the Wildcats, first and 10, East Central. First downs tonight presented by Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale. You know the promotion for every first down the Trojans achieve in this game. Every fan with a ticket to the game or wearing team apparel gets a free wing or ring with the purchase of a wing after the game. It's only a Buffalo Wings and Rings tonight after the game on Flossie Drive in Greendale. Here's another run by Fike. He'll pick up one yard there. Second and nine will be the next play. After this one, we'll try and introduce you to the East Central starting offense. A timeout by Harrison. Timeouts on our broadcast this evening are, as always, presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Check them out at beaconortho.com. Uh, Harrison 
pardon me, East Central starting offense tonight. Start on the offensive line. The guys with the body by Bilmer, Coach Bilmer. <laughs> got those guys in the weight room almost year-round. Front five, Cole Rossfeld, Anthony Bartholomew, Michael Medlock, Hunter Tidwell, and Cody Bentley. Wide receivers are David Badescu, Liam Jones. You also see Max Studer rotate in there with them, along with Trevor Becker. Tight ends for East Central are Zach Henson and Luke Collinsworth. His uh, first career catch for a sophomore is a tight end last week against Oak Hills. The tailback getting the start tonight is Jake Fike. Fullback, Nick Griffin. And the quarterback for the Trojans, senior Alex Maxwell. Now Harrison starting defense. They go with a 3-4 formation. Defensive ends are Sam Stroud and Max Gorham. Gorham with two and a half sacks last season as a junior. Nose guard is Daniel Larkins. The linebackers are Max Meisel, Derek Smith, Simon Shirley, and Max Boyle. The corners are Kyle Fankhauser and Mike Wade. And the safeties for Harrison, Blake Cox and Sam Heinkreider. A run up the middle. Carrying it forward is Nick Griffin, and he will pick up about three more yards on that carry down to the Harrison 44 third down and about six they had central one wide receiver to the right it's one handoff then another to Rosemeyer he's able to spin out a one tackle and did he get the yardage he needed for the first down it could depend on the spot I think he's going to be about a yard short Chuck yeah that was uh they started out with the pitch and brought it back and a reverse back over the left side. I tell you what, that almost broke. That was one guy to beat, and uh, he was able to bring him down. So fourth down and one. Now decision time for Coach Don Stonefield of East Central. They're on that uh, awkward position on the field where it's a little bit too long for a field goal and a little bit too short of a field to punt. So they will go for it here on fourth and one. Maxwell under center. Essentially a goal line formation here. It's a pitch to fight. He'll wait. He didn't get it, I don't think. He may have got the first down. He had a little bit of forward momentum, but as he was at the line, he got pushed back in a big way by Harrison's number 40. I think it was Max Meisel coming in there and making the stop for Harrison. Here again, another little opening. Defense closed it down pretty quick. It was awfully close, and just can't even eyeball it here from the press box on the visitor side of the stadium. So they'll march the chains out there as they do that. We'll let you know that tonight's star of the game is presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet at West Harrison. Stop in and see Gary today. Wow. See why 25 years of repeat customers keep coming back. You can hear the crowd reaction there. That's the Central fans cheering because just by a hair, they got the first down on the run by Fike. A nice, uh, favorable spot by the, uh, if you're an EC fan, and not so much if you're a Harrison fan. Fike got it to the 38. That's apparently all he needed. Now first and ten, a fresh set of downs for East Central as they just do keep the drive alive. A pitch to Eric Rosemeyer. He'll run it off left tackle to the left hash mark, and he'll get to about the 35-yard line as he is pushed back. Second down and about seven to come for East Central. East Central, and you might have seen it last year if you watched them. They're in a double wing and sometimes a double wing with a, a wide out to the side. That time they had a wide receiver on the left. Let's see what they got. 
7-12 and counting in the first quarter. If you're just tuning in, Harrison scored on their opening drive. They currently lead it 7 to nothing. East Central trying to t- get a touchdown on their first drive. Here's Maxwell taking a deep shot down the field. It is caught at the 10-yard line by Trevor Becker, his fourth catch of the season. And it's a big one for East Central. They'll have first and goal at the 9 of Harrison. Maxwell patient in the pocket and able to get just enough space between him and the receiver was Trevor Becker on the back end. The uh, a, a, a great faking uh, by Maxwell, uh, and the corner kind of gave up, allowing Becker to make that move and get the long pass and long first down, and it's first and ten. Maxwell will be under center on this first thing. Goal from the nine. Gives it to Rosemeyer. Rosemeyer running. Whoa. Taking the pile forward, keeping those legs turning, and he'll get it all the way down to about the three. Second and goal from the three. Next up for EC. That was just a, a sweep with the quarterback leading. Offensive line got a great push on this right side and went down to the three-yard line. Eric Rosemeyer. He's already eclipsed his rushing total from last week when he only went for 14 yards. He did have three catches for 50 yards, but as far as running on the ground, he was not all that effective. You know he'd like to get back in the groove here tonight. It's a pitch to Rosemeyer. He goes right side, and he gets across the goal line in for the touchdown. ECTD, Eric Rosemeyer. That is his second touchdown this season, and he's central within an extra point of tying this one up at 7-7 in the first. A little three-yard scamper to the right side. East Central shifted a man on the line. They went the way that guy went. I believe it was Luke Collinsworth, usually where he goes yes. in the goal line situation. That goes and that strategy proved effective for East Central. On the kick, the extra point. Hayden Browndike, 8 of 8 on extra points this season. He's almost automatic. And he is this time. Now 9 of 9, 7-7, seven, seven, 5.56 to go. First quarter, back after this on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. What if you had an extra $200 to jumpstart your summer? Would you take the family to an amusement park? How about a ball game at Great American Ballpark? Concerts? Museums? United Community Bank is giving you a chance to do it all. All you have to do is open a UCB checking account, and we'll give you $200. We'll also give you free online banking, bill pay, free mobile app, free UCB debit card, not to mention access to more than 2,000 Fifth Third ATMs and a level of customer service you'll only find at UCB. United Community Bank. Your community, your bank. Certain restrictions apply. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Talk about a drive recap as East Central answers Harrison. Nine plays, ending in uh, uh, Rosemeyer's three-yard run for a touchdown. Big play, 35-yard pass from Maxwell to Decker. Becker. The ensuing kickoff from Brown Dyke. In the end zone. And it will be in the end zone. He does that more often than not. Harrison's return man, Brett Ryan Statler, just watches it go over his head and into the end zone. Won't even bother to pick it up. And Harrison will start this drive at the 20. Now you remember how this game went down last year. It was overtime. Harrison 27, East Central 24. Uh, Harrison was down 21-0 in the second half, came all the way back to steal the win in St. Leon. 
The Wildcats defense held East Central to a field goal on the first possession of overtime. On the next possession, Harrison quarterback Frankie Young threw the game-winning pass to Jay Steady in the end zone. Young had a big night with four total touchdowns. He's now playing at Marion University in Indianapolis, freshman quarterback up there. What really lost that game for East Central were their penalties, though. They, uh, they had numerous penalties that just killed them. Two wide receivers right, two wide receivers left. A quick pass out to the right side, and it is dropped. No other way to explain that one, but a drop by C.J. Young. Well covered, though. Even if he had caught it, it would have been like maybe a yard. He gets the ball out, so he's going to fake that pass, and they're going to fake that play, and then he's going to stream down that sideline. That's going to be a touchdown. C.J. Young, last year, 33 catches for a team leading 714 receiving yards, five touchdowns. And in motion to the right side, it's Young getting the handoff, and he gets taken wow. down in the backfield, reading that play perfectly and getting right on top of it to make the tackle for a loss. Free central was Kyle Crumman. Well coached. They know that uh, when they run that jet, it's gonna, they're either going to give it to him or the quarterback's going to keep it. So Crumman with the flowing locks out of the back of his helmet. He saw Young in motion. He said, I'm just going to follow that guy. And that ended up being the you know, that's, correct that, way of thinking. That's discipline. Uh, that was his job, his man, his responsibility, and he did a nice job on it. Three wide left, one wide right for Harrison. They're now facing a third down and 16 on their own 14. Kenneth, the quarterback for the Wildcats, will be in the shotgun. Dropping back, looking to his left. He'll take off, going to his right, still looking downfield. Pass to the middle. It's caught by Young for a first down at the 35-yard line. Great job by Young. Uh, Connor's flushed from the uh, from the pocket. He rolls right. He goes down, sees that he's in trouble. Immediately comes back to his quarterback. Connor spots him, makes a uh, makes a great throw right on the money, and uh, that's that's, that's big time play right there. Indeed it was. 4.50 and counting to go in the first quarter. 7-7 game. Harrison keeping the drive alive with a nice pass play by Connor Kennett and C.J. Young. Now first and 10. It's a run by Reardon. And he won't have a whole lot cooking there. Gets maybe a yard setting up second and nine at the Harrison 36. Be sure and stay tuned at the end of the first quarter. We'll go to Elliott. Levy in the studio back at the Eagles Nest in downtown Lawrenceburg. He'll give us a scoreboard update of games going on across the Tri-State this evening. Check in on the South Dearborn at Batesville matchup. Also, Milan at Lawrenceburg tonight. Oldenburg's at Edinburgh. Switzerland County is at Carroll County. Second down and nine for Harrison. Trip wide's on the left. Young's going the other way down the sideline. Leading Ryan Statler, and he cannot catch up with it. It was a track meet between Ryan Statler and his coverage man on the far side. I believe that was Andrew Strewing, and the ball overthrown just a tad too much by Connor Kennedy. We got a flag here from somewhere. Back at the line of scrimmage. The late hit, or? Nope. It's on Harrison. Yep. Setting them back a little bit. I'm not sure what that call was. It will be he Connor, decides to accept it. It will be second down again. Connor made um, adjustment or made a, a call at the line. I, he, I, I could tell he was going to go to that side. Did you notice East Central put a lot of their men, there's a lot of strength to the right side and had one-on-one -on -one coverage. 
when uh, Kenneth saw that, he saw the advantage. All right, so East Central declined the penalty after all. So we'll repeat third down, and we'll advance to third down and nine. Offensive penalty, East Central says, eh, we'll third down and nine with our defense. We'll try and hold Harrison here. We'll see if that was a good decision or not here in a moment. Trip wide left, one man wide to the right. That's Ryan Stadler in the backfield with Kinnett. It is Jake Reardon, the junior halfback. Watch that. ball, they call him. Back out of the backfield, that right side, maybe. Nope. Get it. In the pocket, stepping up, throwing deep. Looking for Ryan Statler again down the right sideline, and again he overthrows him as Ryan Statler had his man beat. By about five yards. Yep. And uh, ball falls incomplete, however. Kenneth's arm maybe a little bit too strong in that situation. That brings up fourth down and nine for Harrison, and they will send on the punter, Max Meisel, the senior. 42 and a half yards per punt last season. That ball, junior. that ball was in the air about 47 yards, by the way, in case you're interested. I think he's a chief, he's a convinced me that he's got an arm. Uh, I'd say so. A cannon, in fact. Rocket laser arm. Here's Meisel. Just does get it off. Nice punt. Donaldworth has to backtrack. He'll field it at the 20. Then he runs up the middle. And tripped up as he gets across wow. the 40. Nearly took that one big, as Devin Donaldworth has been known to do. He had two punt returns for touchdowns last season, and he had a punt return for a touchdown last week for East Central. They got him by a shoestring, however. That was close. That was close. If he gets past him, I think he may have a, have a good opportunity to be in the end zone. First down and 10 for East Central at their own 41-yard line. They have really went at the right, at the left side of the Harrison line, or the right side of the East Central offensive line. Tonight's ball game, presented in part by Ivy Tech Community College. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. Eric Rosemeyer runs right side. He'll quickly pick up six yards before he is tackled. Second down and four. Had an extra play for East Central. Had an extra man on the line and thing they used to call elephant. And that was the pitch to the right side. Nice job kicking out the defensive end. Not a bad job by the defense linebacker scraping in and make the tackle. Second and five officially. Ball at the 46. Maxwell, the quarterback under center. It's a pitch to Rosemeyer. He's going left side, and he is met by a wall of Harrison tacklers. They've had a lot more success going to the right side on the run. In there on the stop for the Wildcats was linebacker Derek Smith, the 205-pound junior. Third down and three. Inside three minutes to go. Still in the first quarter here. Maxwell has not run the ball. I'm predicting that he runs the ball. Last week, Maxwell ran for 54 yards and two touchdowns for EC. Oh, I would have been wrong. He will hand it off to Fike. Fike nearly gets stripped of the ball in the backfield, manages to hold on, trying to get to the outside and turn the corner. He cannot, however. He does get one yard, but he needed three. That should bring up fourth and about two to go for East Central, just shy of midfield. Ran the power pitch to the right side, uh, their right side, to the left side of Harrison. Harrison did a nice job of clogging that up. There just there was no one, no place to run. Big defensive end, linebacker, 
Kentucky Central put Rosemeyer back to punt. Rosemeyer, a punt returner himself, so you can never discount the fake here. Fourth and two for East Central from the 48. Rosemeyer will kick it. And it will land at about the 16. Bounce to the 15, and East Central will down it right there. First man of the ball for the Trojans was Brent Fox. So Harrison will start this drive at the 16-yard line. 1.36 to go first quarter in a tie game, 7-7. Touchdown first by Harrison's Jake Reardon on a 10-yard run. Central answered that with a big play of their own and then finally punched in on a 3-yard run by Rosemeyer. That's how we get to 7-7 here in the early going. Talking to Coach Rehage this morning. Of course, he replaced Coach Kent McCullough last year. McCullough went off to Turpin High School. Coincidentally, Turpin was the school that beat Harrison in the playoffs two years ago in 2016, so that had to be a little bit awkward for the Harrison folks to deal with. First and 10 for Harrison at the 16. Connor Kinnett immediately taking off to his right, throwing to the sideline, and it is intercepted. Stepping right in front of the receiver and picking it off for the Trojans was Cole Field, linebacker. Just a sophomore, his first career varsity interception. That was a nice job by number 44 putting pressure on the quarterback, he did a nice job trying to find his number here. Griffin, yep. he did a nice job of pressuring Kenneth. Kenneth made an ill-advised pass. It was all clogged up over there. That one's got to be thrown out of bounds. Cole Beal with the pick. It was a pass downfield about 15 yards or so. Beal caught it, and his momentum was taking him out of bounds, so he immediately went out of bounds after making that interception. First and 10 for East Central at the 35. A bomb down the sideline. Bobbled, but eventually caught. And then going out of bounds after the catch, Max Studer. This is the rainbow pass from Alex Maxwell thrown up there, and Studer went up to go grab it. Kind of hit his hands, didn't cleanly catch it at first, but by the time he came down to the turf, he clearly had it in his possession. First and goal at the nine for EC. Last time the Trojans were in the red zone, and it ended up in a touchdown. We'll see if they can duplicate that effort here. One man wide to the right. One hand off to fight. Then it's handed off to Rosemeyer. He's going up the middle, fighting for the Look end zone. Look at that offensive line. Get a push. Rosemeyer's being lifted up in the middle like he's Rudy in that pile. And eventually the officials blow the play dead. And it'll be second down and goal at about the three, as they say, where his forward momentum was stopped. Just inside a minute to go in the first quarter. East Central hoping to end the quarter with a lead. Which defensive substitution for Harrison. Charting in from the sideline is Levi Sidwell. Goal line formation from East Central. Maxwell pushed this one. Does he cross the line? No signal yet from the officials. Every player on the field is in that pile. He was halfway over the line. He got pushed back. not reacting as though it's a touchdown. So, and they will say he's going to be down inside the one. Might be a blade of grass between the nose of the football and the goal line. It'll bring up third and goal. They got one good spot tonight, and that was um, that probably went Harrison's way. 
That'll be the end of the first quarter. East Central's not going to try to run one more play to get it in before the first quarter expires. So after one, East Central seven, Harrison seven. The Trojans knocking on the door. Back after this on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Hello, Dearborn County. This is Nurse Debbie with the Dearborn County Health Department. It's back-to-school season in the area. Have you ensured that your student has received all the required vaccines to begin the school year ahead? Some requirements have changed. Seniors are now required to receive the hepatitis A vaccine. We encourage you to verify that your student has all required immunizations. Those can be administered by your pediatrician, through the health department, or any other approved clinic. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County! Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacy. Are you over 50? Have you had chicken pox? If you answer yes to both of these questions, you may be eligible to receive a vaccine to prevent shingles. There are now two different vaccines available to prevent shingles. Ask our pharmacist which shingles vaccine is the best option for you. DeVille Pharmacy is your family's hometown pharmacy. With three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg, and Rising Sun. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Your hometown sports station is your hometown radio station. Elliot Levy here at the Eagle Country Sports Desk. It is the end of the first quarter and time for your first quarter scoreboard update. It is 7-7 here in our featured game, East Central versus Harrison. In other Indiana schools, Milan is up 8-0 at Lawrenceburg. And South Dearborn is notched 0-0 with Batesville. Going to Kentucky, Ryle and Boone County still in the first quarter, still notched at zero. And that's all for your first quarter scoreboard update. You're listening to Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. And we're back at Harrison High School with Chuck Thomas. I'm Mike Prillaberg. East Central trying to get it into the end zone on the first play of the second quarter. A handoff, and it's stopped, pushed back by Harrison about a yard. Now fourth and goal at the two for East Central in a 7-7 ball game. Maxwell in the shotgun. He will take it himself up the middle, got trying it. to get in. Did he? Ooh, no signal yet from the officials. Chuck, he was he definitely in. over. The officials don't see it yet. They say he did not get there. Turnover on downs at the goal line by East Central. I don't believe that. I'm going to have to see the film on that one. It looked to me like he was not even close that he was over. There's a sideline judge right there looking at the play. Well, he, feel he, that he certainly got, a, got in. He certainly got a better view than me, but I... I I saw his feet on the line, which tells me the ball's got to be over. I think so. So it remains 7-7. Harrison defense bends, but they do not break. That prevents a point off a turnover as that possession for East Central started with a pick by Cole Veal out of the Harrison 35-yard line. And now it'll be Harrison with the ball. They'll have to go 99 yards if they're going to score this one. I did have to clean the windows off, so... <laughs> With my Windex, so maybe I didn't see it right. Chuck's cleaning service. That's right. 
at your service. Connor Kinnett. Oh, man. Throwing to the left side, looking for Ryan Statler. He does not catch the ball, but a flag comes in late, indicating a pass interference perhaps against Chase Ludwig, the corner covering for East Central. Definitely contact there. Should be an automatic first down if indeed was pass interference. Certainly appeared to be, and so it was. 7-7 to start the second quarter here. East Central momentum looked like it was wearing red and black there at the end of the first quarter, but second quarter starts in disaster. Two running plays at the goal line for East Central, and what is a rare occurrence for them, they are unable to finish the job. They had the ball on about the, what, one-inch line, two-inch line, what do you think? Yeah, probably. First and ten for Harrison. Handoff. Reardon takes it right up the gut. We'll get to the 21. It's a nice game. Picks up about six yards on first down. Second and four will be the next play for the Wildcats. I can't see the others. Can you see the others? Stick over there. I see one. Sticks at 22. Officially 21 on the scoreboard. Triple wides here for Harrison. Kinnett in the shotgun. Reardon flanking him in the backfield. And Ryan Statler, as usual, is the lone guy on the far side. Changing the play here before the snap. Everybody at the line. Kinnett comes up to the line, shouts some instructions, drops back, takes the snap. Hand off to Reardon. And he's tackled quickly right at the line of scrimmage. Making the stop for the East Central Trojans is Gage Ertle. Comes into tonight with 13 tackles. Fox, linebacker on this side. He, he went right for the quarterback. He didn't take the bait. And uh, Connor makes the good read because if he had kept it, he would have been tackled at the line of scrimmage, maybe even behind. Turtle, 16-year-old junior. Says he plays football because it's fun. Asked him to describe himself as a football player. He says he's a leader. Subject in school is math. So a timeout now called by Harrison. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Doctors David Argo, Robert Rolf, Jaidi Chanduri, Sam Koo, and Matt Johansson can meet your injury needs with same-day appointments, on-site x-rays and MRI, and convenient evening and weekend hours with locations in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Conveniently located for just about everybody in Eagle Country. Find them on the web at beaconortho.com. 9.34 to go, second quarter, tied up at 7-7. Out of this timeout, Harrison will be facing a third and five on the 21. Speaking with Coach Rehage on the air this morning on the Equal Country 99.3 Morning Show with Bubba Bo, he said uh, he's a little bit nervous about this game. Of course, we all know what happened last year, Harrison with the big comeback against East Central on the road, but uh, it's a different coach on the sideline this year for East Central. That's Don Stonefield, and he and Rehage go back a ways. In fact, when Rehage was a player, Coach Stonefield was the offensive coordinator during his senior season. Said he learned a lot there, and then uh, Rehage, of course, went on to become, after uh, playing collegiately and professional ball in Europe, went on to become oh. a coordinator. Is that Fox again? Bennett trying to get out and pass, and number, he is lit up. That's number five that time. Oh, yeah, I can't see these numbers. Number five, that's coming again. Iowa Drummond coming nice in. Nice job. I mean, he was right up in his grill, too. 
tackle for a loss on Connor Kennett before he even knew what hit him. He was on the ground. Fourth down and 12 now. They lose seven yards on that play. Out of the timeout. You can't have that happen if you're Harrison. Max Meisel ready to punt it away. Donaworth ready to return, standing near midfield. It's going to be a short punt. It'll bounce right past Donaworth. And roll. Down to about the 39, 40-yard line. Yep. Harrison advantage on the roll there. And at the 39-yard line is where it will be downed by the Wildcats, Marty Brewster. So East Central's offense back out there. They got stuffed at the line on their last possession. We'll see if they can perhaps finish off a drive and score on this possession with 8.47 to go before halftime in a 7-7 ball game. Going back to Coach Rehage and Don Stonefield and their relationship. Said when he was an assistant at East Central under Stonefield, learned a lot about being a head coach. Uh, remarked about Coach Stoney's attention to detail, working under him for three years. Coach Stonefield told us before the game in the interview, if you heard it, that uh, Harrison football will be just fine as they conti- if they continue to hire East Central people to run their football program. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a run by Maxwell, the QB keeper. He'll pick up three, second and seven from the 44 coming up for EC. Hey, we're picking up big hunks now. Have you noticed as the game's more on these these uh, runs have become shorter and shorter as Harrison and defense adjusts? Adjust. Second down for the Trojans. Maxwell will be under center for this one. Dotting the eye in the backfield is Rosemeyer. Pitch goes to Eric. Off right tackle. And he'll pick up a couple yards to the 46-yard line as he is tackled at the line. Making the stop for the Wildcats. Simon and Shirley. Third down, four for East Central. Trojans break out of the huddle. Going wide to the right for East Central. They've went Trevor Becker. They went to that wide out and they passed. Pitch to Fike and off to Rosemary. Oh, big one. He's got some room. He's going to be off to the races. First down and then some. 30, 20, That's 10, TD. 5. Woo. Touchdown, Eric Rosemeyer. EC, TD. A 54-yard sprint touchdown for the Trojans. We've seen them run that play a couple times. Chuck, it's the handoff to Fike. And then the second handoff to Rosemeyer. They finally break it big. Guard came out and made a great kickout block to uh, spring that for him. East Central jumps ahead with that, 13-7, with 7.22 to go in the second quarter. Caden Browndike out there to kick the extra point for the Trojans. Holder is Isaiah Wheats. Snap, folds down, and Browndike true through the uprights. 14-7, East Central. How will Harrison respond? We'll find out after this. It's high school football on Eagle Country, 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
You want a new Ford, you say? Let Hag Ford lead the way. We offer the selection, pricing, and customer experience you have been searching for. We have over 58 years of experience. Let's not forget that wide selection of 130 used vehicles to choose from, including a multitude of Ford-certified pre-owned vehicles. That's right, they come with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty, roadside assistance, and much more. You can get all the details at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Now two touchdowns on the night. That is the longest run of the evening. A 54-yard run by Rosemeyer gives the Trojans a 14-7 lead over Harrison. I'll have Chuck give us a drive recap right after this kickoff return. Brown Dyke lets it rip for East Central. And it will be unreturnable into the end zone and then out of the back of the end zone. Chuck, how about that last East Central scoring drive? Pretty quick on the third play uh, from scrimmage. It's a 54-yard run by Rosemeyer. They get the ball at 847 and score at 722. That's pretty efficient. Makes the score 14-7. EC, what's up? What's really a backbreaker if you're Harrison, they, they had him third long and gave up a little reverse uh, inside, what I call an inside reverse. Uh, and off the, I mean, he was wide open going down that sideline. Showed some spe- speed, too. Oh, I don't think anybody touched him. Nope. Except maybe a teammate. At the end, congratulations. <laughs> right. All right, so Harrison down seven. 14 to 7. 7.22 to go in the second quarter. Connor Kennett back out there. Signal caller. Looks like he was about to take the snap. Then everybody on the Harrison offense looks over towards the sideline, perhaps for a change of play. AC really trying to confuse. Linebackers are dancing all over the place out there. Pre-read snap, trying to confuse him. Get it in the pocket. Able to get in trouble initially, but coming in and taking him down is Kyle Crumman. Once again, he's having a monster game here in the first half. At second effort, too, because he got blocked pretty well. And... Elliot, uh, excuse me, uh, Elliot Kennett stepped up, did not uh, know he was coming. He, he didn't quit. He came from behind and actually hit him from behind. Crumman is listed as a defensive end at only 5'11", 194, but as a Mel Kuyper might say, he's got a, he's got a good motor. 14-7, 6.42 to go, second quarter. Harrison now facing a second and 12 after Crumman comes up with a tackle for a loss on Kinnett, Harrison's quarterback. There's a snap. Kinnett taking off, running, and he'll only get across the 20 to the 21, bringing up third down and about 11 to go. They'll come back with that play. That was an option to the right. Uh, and if he turns that up early, draws that man, there's, uh, he pitches, that's a, that's a big game for him. They will see that, and they will come back. If not this time, next time they get the ball. Close to six minutes to go in the half. Harrison, essentially a no-huddle offense. Get it. Be in the shotgun. Trip wides to the left. He's looking that way. Looks like he wants to throw. In traffic, he will. Throws it out of bounds to the Harrison sideline. Great job by that defensive line and linebackers. He has lots and lots of pressure. 
uh, people right up in his face. But he was smart enough. He, you know, it's, it, he looks pretty sharp. He threw that thing out of bounds and uh, out of off the up the stands where it should have been. Didn't take a loss. Fourth down. It brings up. And Harrison obviously going to be punny here with the ball marked at their own 21-yard line. Donaworth for East Central back to return at the 45-yard line. Meisel, the punter, gets it off. Donaworth able to field this one. He'll have a chance to return or not. Right there nice on job. top of him, making the quick tackle for Harrison was Jake Reardon. Great. That was great coverage. Reardon got down there right now. So East Central's offense will be back out there with five and a half minutes to go in the half with a 14-7 lead over Harrison after two Eric Rosemeyer touchdowns, one in the first quarter, another in the second quarter. East Central's last possession. A steamy night here in Harrison, Ohio, 83 degrees right now. In the press box, it might be another 10 degrees hotter than that. It's a good thing we used our industrial strength <laughs> deodorant or we'd be bothering each other. It would be. It's steamy. Other than that, it's going to get only cooler throughout the night. Should start as the sun goes down, cooling off pretty well, and it should be a pleasant evening getting home. Nice Here's run Rose there. Meyer, a run to the left side, and he will pick up five yards on first down for East Central. Second and five coming up. Lining up in that double wing. Sometimes they have a split end, uh, sometimes they don't. And uh, just a power pitch going around off left, uh, left tackle or right, going the other way off right tackle. Great crowd on hand. Of course, East Central and Harrison pretty close in proximity to each other, only separated by an imaginary state line. Pack stands on both sides of the stadium. Here's Rosemeyer running up the middle Powerful into the run. secondary, and he will pick up a first down, punching it across the 50, well into Harrison territory. He's finally ridden to the turf at the 42. Rosemeyer, only 14 rushing yards last week. I'd say he's uh, out to reestablish himself as a uh, well, running back than that. I think he only had eight carries last week, so that might explain some of it. But he's got they got an extra lineman in, and they're just outnumbering them in power. Rosemeyer to the left side. Stopped at the 40. He picks up two, second down and eight next up. Harrison having a little trouble in the alignment, bringing an extra lineman. Kind of throws your rules uh, out of kilter. And one of those guys, that big tight end, who is a monster in there. Collinsworth, mm-hmm. number 85. He was a starting left tackle as a freshman last year for East Central, but they wanted to do a few more things with him, so they put him as a tight end this year, although he's lined up at right tackle at the moment. Here's a handoff to fight to the right side. He's got some space. He has the first down. Now the 30 and the Ooh. 20, and then tackled from behind. As he crosses the 20-yard line and fight forced out of bounds as Blake Cox, the safety for Harrison, prevented a touchdown run there. But it will be first and 10 for East Central with the ball marked at approximately the 16-yard line. Mike was getting the early carries in this game and hadn't heard from him in a for a few series, but he finally gets his number called once again, and he makes the most of the opportunity for each central. They started that play going to the left uh, like the power play, and then the uh, other wing back came inside. Orangeburg uh, used to run that out of a wing tee a long time ago. Look at this. Look at this. A run forward by 
Central. Was Nick Griffin, I think that was, on the carry? Yeah, it's just a fullback quick hitter, and uh, you get behind uh, that offensive line, uh, and uh, wow. I mean, they just push people off the, off the ball. Only a couple yards on that run. Three, actually. Now second and seven at the Harrison 14-yard line for East Central. Trojans already leading by a touchdown, hoping to make it two. Maxwell takes the snap from under center, pitches it to Rosemeyer. He spins at the line and is able to fall down to the eight-yard line for EC. Notice. Just bring up third down and a two to go. Notice that uh, who one of the lead blockers was, and that was Maxwell helping lead the way. Well, they got two, two downs to get three yards. Last time they got in a goal line situation, it didn't end up so well. They ended up turning it over on downs inside the one. I think they'd like to have that one call back, though. Uh, pretty sure. If they get down there again, I bet they don't they kick make the, the same goal. goal. No, I think they'll give that quarterback, you know, if you're on the one half or one inch line with that offensive line, I think he probably gets it. I'm not second guessing. Right? It's easy for me because I'm not calling the play, but. <laughs> Second. And there's a reason I'm not calling the play, too. <laughs> Another timeout by East Central. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, beaconortho.com. 2.17 to go. Second quarter, East Central leading Harrison 14-7 in this 2018 edition of the War of I-74. Remember the last time we were here in Harrison, Chuck? It was 2017. East Central won that game 17-14. to However, it was a game that... Was not played on Friday night. Yeah, we, it was. Uh, Everybody showed up. The weather. I don't think we even saw a drop of rain, but just far enough in the distance, there was a thunderstorm, and it just camped out there. You can see lightning. And there was lightning. And every time there's that lightning strike, of course, the officials they reset that clock, and that thunderstorm was going nowhere. So they said we're not going to play football tonight. They moved it to Saturday, so we came back on Saturday here at Harrison back in 2017. And if you did make it back, you saw a great game, 17 to 14, East Central one. 26-yard field goal by East Central's Nick Stidham in the first quarter, proving to be the difference. Here's East Central. A run by Fike. Trying to dive over the line of scrimmage. He'll get the first down to the five-yard line. He's taken down and now first in goal at the five for East Central, thanks to that run by Jake Fike, sophomore tailback. Two minutes to go in the second quarter. Maxwell, quarterback, looking toward the sideline for the play call. Trojans will check in another receiver. That's junior wideout David Fidescu. Coming out, Liam Jones. There we go. Maxwell under center. And it's going to be a touchdown. To the fullback, that's Nick Griffin. Excellent fake by Maxwell. Yes, sir. Confused. It ended up being a handoff to the fullback and putting it in for his second, pardon me, first touchdown this season is fullback Nick Griffin from five yards out. A misdirection proved effective for East Central there. They now lead it 20-7 to with the extra point pending. Dyke ready to kick it through. It is up, and it is good. 
140 to go, second quarter. That could be enough time for Harrison to get down the field and make something happen. We'll find out if they can after this. It's high school football on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Discover why students choose Ivy Tech Community College. It's not just the affordable tuition and flexible scheduling. You can also transfer your Ivy Tech credits to a four-year college. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg and Batesville campuses offer degrees in business, healthcare, robotics, and more. Apply at ivytech.edu. It's not always easy to tell if a relationship will become abusive. Warning signs include put-downs, constant criticism, controlling who you see, what you do, or where you go, or intimidating you with words or even weapons. To chat about your relationship or to get help if you are being abused, call the Safe Passage Helpline, 877-733-1990, or visit safepassageinc.org. You have the right to feel and be safe. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Be sure to stay tuned for the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. Elliot Levi back in the studio at the Eagle's Nest. We'll have a scoreboard update for you of other area games going on across the Tri-State this evening. We'll kick off by Caden Browndike for East Central. Again, a non-returnable, kicked into the end zone. Harrison will start this drive at the 20-yard line. We'll have to go 80 yards in 1 minute 40 seconds. That's all that remains here in the second quarter. Well, you got a passing quarterback. You can bet they've practiced a lot on that uh, two-minute drill. So we'll see. We're going to see it right here. Central, pardon me, Harrison's offense this season under the direction of offensive coordinator Matt Sherwood. 62% of the time they run it, 38% of the time they pass it. I think they've been perhaps a little bit more balanced tonight than that. A lot of that is because they've had to, because they've been in the shadow of their goal post. Three wides on the right, one wide on the left, and it's reared in the tailback in the backfield with the quarterback, Connor Kinnett. He's had some big right passes. Right down the middle. Kinnett to Young, catches it in the middle of the field. That's a first down. He's tackled immediately at the 36-yard line. Making the stop, Devin Donaworth for East Central. Pardon me, that's Max Tidwell making the catch. Only three-man rush here, it looks like. Yep. First and ten, Kennett rolling to his right, now throwing over the middle. Oh, drop the ball. Hit him right in the chest and unable to make the catch for Harrison is Jace Fetty. He got hit from behind pretty hard, too. He's a little slow to get up off the turf, putting the hit on him. For East Central was number 44. That's the linebacker Nathan Griffin. Griffin, who just ran for five yards on a touchdown a moment ago for East Central, getting the job done defensively there, perhaps. Absolutely. I think uh, had a nice drop. That he was able to touch that ball here. Those footsteps coming, I think, and then maybe short-armed it a little bit. You know, you can't. This is a prevent defense, and you know it'd be like the pros. You don't, you don't want to let them prevent them from. Near side, caught by Tidwell at the sideline. He'll then turn it upfield, trying to get to that first down marker. Don't know if he did. Got to the 45-yard line, think he needed another yard after that in order to convert. But he was tackled out of bounds. So that stops the clock with 1.13 to go 
before halftime. Again, East Central leading Harrison 21-7, but the Wildcats trying to drive down and get within another touchdown before we head to the locker room. A score right before halftime would be a big morale boost through the Wildcats, that's for sure. Three wide left, one wide right. Get it. Draw. Late handoff. It goes to Reardon. He'll pick up the first down and into East Central Territory. Takes it down to the 47-yard line before he is finally met by Nathan Griffin and also Kyle Crummett. Or Cole Veal, sorry. Cole Veal, leading tackler for East Central this season with 17 of them coming into tonight. Pass by Kinnett over the middle. It is caught by Ryan Statler. Timeout, Harrison. And he will take a timeout as he was tackled in the middle of the field very quickly right after making that catch. It's an eight-yard gain. Second down and two from the East Central 38 coming up next. Three men. 56 seconds remaining in the second quarter with that timeout called. Again, timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Three-man rush. Uh, You're leaving him a long time to look things over. Uh, They've gone from the 20 to the uh, 40 in very short order. And now they're sitting well within his reach, Kenneth's reach of the end zone. I mean, if they wanted to, they could throw two or three shots in there. He's got, what did he throw that one, 47 yards, I say? Tonight's game presented in part by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, also Ivy Tech Community College. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. 56 seconds to go in the half. Harrison looking to drive. They have the ball at the 39-yard line. Second down and two. Connor Kennett in the pocket looking downfield. Nothing's there. He takes off. Tackled by his own man. Ripped up. (laughs) Yeah, his offensive lineman, I think, uh, the center. Nope, it was a left tackle. Josh Writing was there, and Kennett was trying to get around him and ended up getting tripped. He's down in bounds, but the clock stops with 50 seconds to go. Third down and one to go as Kennett did pick up a yard there. They give him a first down. Now Kinnett looking to throw over the middle. He's got Tidwell at the 20. First down, Tidwell tackled inbounds by three East Central coverage players. In there on the tackle for the Trojans is Devin Donaworth and others. The clock will stop with 40 seconds while they get the sticks set. First and 10 at the 20-yard line of East Central for Harrison now. And now a timeout called by EC. Attention building here as we get closer to halftime. They're just, the receivers are too smart and too good to let that kid have that much time. I mean, he's looking the field over. Uh, the coverage is not bad, but, you know, he took off and run for a big gain. Or could, it could have been bigger if his own man, if his own man hadn't knocked him down, but he's just kind of surveying the, the field. Now you're down in the, uh, in the 20. Let's see if they go back to a regular defense. Certainly, I, don't, I wouldn't think they'd be in that prevent again. A raucous crowd here at Harrison High School looking across the field to the Harrison student section. Some of those students were over there before I got here this afternoon. They wanted that prime seat right up front in the stands, right behind the sign that, sell, that says, you can't spell second without EC. And that is a fact. What kind of... Uh... 
And uh, they also wrote on that sign, how do you blow a 21 nothing lead? Hashtag asking for a friend. You get a lot of penalties. That's why. That's what lost that game for me. There ain't no question. Here we go out of the timeout. Harrison, first and ten to the end zone. Up. Caught. That's a Harrison touchdown. 20-yard pass. Hold in by C.J. Young. His second touchdown catch of the season. Connor Kennett drives the Wildcats down the field. And they draw within another score of the Trojans with 31 seconds to go in the second quarter. 21-13 with the extra point to come. Kennett's fifth passing touchdown in just one and a half games. Snap, hold, kick on the way, and it is good from Kyle Farfsing. 14 for Harrison, 21 for East Central, 31 seconds still to go. But a big touchdown there for Harrison. That will allow them to go into the locker room with a little bit of confidence. We'll take a break. Back with more after this on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. Traffic Zone you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Michael, you know what I would do? Chuck, what would you do in this situation? 31 seconds to go in the half? I would onside kick it because even with 20 seconds, you got with this kid, you could throw the ball down deep. We'll see what Harrison elects to do. Farsing is uh, the kickoff man for Harrison. They just scored on a 20-yard pass from Connor Kittett to C.J. Young. It'll be a squib kick down the middle of the field. Donaworth will pick it up inside the 10. He's going to return it up the middle. Cuts it to the right hash mark and then gets tackled as he crosses the 30-yard line. Making that tackle for the Harrison Wildcats was Drake Swango. And East Central will have it at about 30 with 23 seconds to go. I can see the Trojans just taking some knees here and attempt to go into the locker room with a seven-point lead. How about a recap of that last touchdown drive for us, Chuck? Didn't take too long. One, two, three, four, five plays. 80 yards, ending on a 20-yard pass connection from uh, Connor Kennett to uh, C.J. Young. A great, it was a deep slant pattern, and Kennett led it beautifully. The coverage was, was not bad, but when you get a perfect pass, hard to stop. 23 seconds to go. East Central not in a knee formation. Three wide receivers to the right, one wide to the left. Maxwell's going to run up the middle. Still on his feet at the 50 to the 45, the 40. He's out of bounds with 14 seconds to go. And the clock operator here allows another second to tick off the clock. Now it's down to 13. Well, you are at Harrison. <laughs> exactly. You would come, kind of come to expect that. Well, if you were at EC, you'd probably get it there, too. <laughs> uh, if I'm keeping the, uh, the clock, I'll make him make put it back. 21-14, East Central leading. And... Oh, after that run by Maxwell, I'm not sure that they're going to take any now. They have it at the 41 of Harrison after that nice run by Maxwell. Harrison just playing three-man defense, allowed Maxwell to run for a little while. Better be careful throwing that ball very deep, though. 
two, three wide to the right, one wide to the left. They put Rosemeyer in the slot now. Here's a pass near side. It is caught and then taken out of bounds for East Central after making that catch is Max Studer with six seconds. It'll be second down and five from about the 36. Probably just one more play here if you're going to go for the end zone. Well, you know, you don't have to. you got a good field goal kicker. That should do. You do have the weapon on the sideline ready to go in Peyton Browndike. We saw him hit in the Lawrenceburg win for East Central in week one. About a 43-yard field goal. From right here, it would be a lot longer than that. If they got like an eight-yard play, leave two or three seconds left, timeout. Here we are. Big pass to the goal line. Ball's up. And it might be picked off. Clock's stopped anyway. It's all zeros, and it was intercepted. Picked off by Sam Heimkreider, the junior free safety for the Wildcats. Picking it off at the five-yard line on a pass that was intended downfield for David Badescu. So Harrison comes up with some big plays inside the final two minutes. A touchdown from Connor Kennett to C.J. Young to make it 21-14, and then the interception right there at the buzzer by Sam Heinkreider to keep East Central from scoring quickly. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back. Elliot Levy will have your Eagle Country 99.3 high school football scoreboard update, and we'll have, after that, the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. There's savings, and then there's big savings. The kind of savings you can always find at your neighborhood Kroger. With low prices and delicious choices. Plus personalized coupons and click list to help you shop and save anytime from anywhere. So you get more for less at Kroger. Celebrate Labor Day and save with the four days only digital event. Find deals like select varieties of Tyson frozen chicken just $3.99 with card and digital coupon at Kroger. Kroger wants to know. What's your wellness moment? Remembering to take my meds. Trying new foods, like quinoa. Let's find out how Kroger can help feed your healthy lifestyle with personalized health care support, nutritional advice, delicious food, and supplements, too. Ask about wellness your way at your neighborhood Kroger today. Today's the day. Stop in for your flu vaccination with co-pays as low as $0 and no appointment needed. It's so easy, so stop in today. Hometown Sports Station is your hometown radio station. Elliot Levy here at the Eagle Country Sports Desk. It is the end of the second quarter and time for your halftime scoreboard update. 21 to 14 here, East Central leading at Harrison. Milan down 8-11 against Lawrenceburg. And South Dearborn up 7-0 against Batesville. North Decatur and Monroe Central are both tied at zero. And Oldenburg Academy is beating Edinburgh 22-8. South Decatur and Trinity Lutheran 18-0. Trinity leading in that one. Moving on to Kentucky, still notched at zero. Ryle at Boone County. Connor at Simon Kenton is on a lightning delay. Simon Kenton up 17-3 in that one. And Covington Catholic up 14-0 at Cooper. That's all for your halftime scoreboard update. You're listening to Eagle Country 99.3. 
Going to the dentist should be a reason to smile. I'm Dr. Brian Euler, and at Euler Family Dentistry, your family dental practice in Lawrenceburg, you'll get exceptional dental care from an extraordinary team. We provide patient-centered care at a convenient location with extended office hours. Whether you need implant restoration or same-day crowns, traditional braces, or Invisalign, we'll put you at ease so you can have the smile you deserve. We even do sedation dentistry. Check us out at EulerDDS.com, O-Y-L-E-R-D-D-S.com. Euler Family Dentistry, we can't wait to make you smile. It's hard to believe it's back to school time already. Whether you're looking for something safe and reliable for your college or high schooler to get around or looking for something new for yourself, you'll find the answer at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Save on quality pre-owned vehicles from the most trusted name in the car business, Whitewater Motor Company. Visit the lot in Milan or browse the entire inventory online at whitewatermotorcompany.com. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. Discover why students choose Ivy Tech Community College. It's not just the affordable tuition and flexible scheduling. You can also transfer your Ivy Tech credits to a four-year college. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg and Batesville campuses offer degrees in business, healthcare, robotics, and more. Apply at ivytech.edu. Your family's hometown pharmacy. The flowers are blooming and so are your allergies. What are the best over-the-counter medications for your symptoms? Come into DeVille Pharmacies for a great selection of allergy medications and an expert staff to help recommend the right product for you. Stop in today and start enjoying the season. DeVille Pharmacies, your family's hometown pharmacy. With three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg, and Rising Sun. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. You want a new Ford, you say? Let Hag Ford lead the way. We offer the selection, pricing, and customer experience you have been searching for. We have over 58 years of experience. Let's not forget that wide selection of 130 used vehicles to choose from, including a multitude of Ford-certified pre-owned vehicles. That's right, they come with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty, roadside assistance, and much more. You can get all the details at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hello, Dearborn County. This is Nurse Debbie with the Dearborn County Health Department. It's back-to-school season in the area. Have you ensured that your student has received all the required vaccines to begin the school year ahead? Some requirements have changed. Seniors are now required to receive the hepatitis A vaccine. We encourage you to verify that your student has all required immunizations. Those can be administered by your pediatrician, through the health department, or any other approved clinic. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County! Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show, the most trusted name in the car business. With Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Perleberg. Here at Bill Cunt's Field at Wilson A. Law Track at Harrison High School, where at the break, East Central leads Harrison 
in the annual football war of I-74. 21-14 Trojans advantage at the break. Bill Field, uh, the home of the Wildcat football and track team, seats about 4,000. I think we've got probably approximately that many here this evening. Natural grass field, named for the legendary PA announcer, Bill Kuntz, who called games here for the Wildcats for more than 50 years. The entire facility underwent a pretty extensive renovation in 2014 as part of the Harrison Athletic Boosters Century of Excellence project and looks pretty fantastic if you ever get the opportunity to visit Harrison High School for a Friday night football game. Chuck, we've seen a number of them here and so far this one certainly not disappointing. You know, 14 at the half. You look at the games that we've done here, Mike, uh, we've uh, never been disappointed. There's been, what, four overtime games or five? Yeah, and, well, and the last four meetings between these two schools have been decided by four points or less, and usually within the last minute. Yep, and I think uh, there was, uh, I think it was a bit of a blowout one year, and uh, two times, and one time Harrison did it, and the other time East Central did it. But other than that, I mean, you you can't ask for better entertainment if you like football. I mean, these guys, these kids are getting after it, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of fun to watch that Connor uh, Ke- uh, Kenneth. I enjoy watching him throw the ball. You cannot give him time. You know, East Central did a nice job of keeping pressure. He was, I think, uh, minus six yards rushing because he was under pressure. Boy, when he went back there and he had any time, and those receivers that you mentioned earlier, really, really smart, run good patterns, and when things break down, they know what to do, uh, and they've helped him out. But uh, uh, you just uh, he sits back there all six foot five, two hundred twenty-five pounds, and as you saw in that last pass, he gets the ball there quick. How about a look at our hag forward keys to the game here at the half, Chuck? You laid them out for us when we got started. How are we, uh, are we checking in on those? You know, just exactly what we said. Uh, offensively, we knew that uh, Harrison was going to come out and throw the ball. They've done that uh, um, sporadically. Uh, you, you, you just look and see the potential, though. It kind of scares you if you're a defensive coordinator. Um, and East Central is doing what they normally do. They're running the ball. Um, Maxwell does a great job of concealing the ball and faking the ball. They've run a couple, three or four or five misdirection plays that have been big uh, yardage for them. So, uh, you know, we said uh, it would depend on which, are they going to run? Is East Central going to dominate it by running? Or is uh, Harrison going to dominate it by passing? And right now, East Central has the edge, but certainly this game is far from over. That's your Hack Ford keys to the game. Hack Ford has been family-owned and operated for over 55 years. The dealership is on US 50 in Greendale. Stop by and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today. Check out their inventory anytime at your convenience at HackFordSales.com. Chuck, how about a look at tonight's Ivy Tech Community College stats report? All right, we got it here. Uh, I could see maybe help. Let me turn this light on, and I'm going to enlighten the people. All right, the first touchdown was uh, a Kenneth uh, Reardon pass. That was at 9.34 in the first quarter, 14-yard pass. The second score, East Central, Eric Rosemeyer carries off tackle for a touchdown with 5.56 left in the second quarter, or first quarter, a three-yard run. Kick was good. And next score, 2.07, Rosemeyer carries off, ta- uh, off tackle, it runs down 54 yards, and a big touchdown for Rosemeyer. The next score, after an interception, was Nick Griffin. He ran it in from five yards out behind an offensive line that just dominated that particular play. 
And then the last score, Connor Kennett takes his Kennett takes his team 80 yards and five plays ends it with a 20-yard touchdown strike uh, to C.J. Young. First downs are equal at nine and nine. For Harrison, they are three. They have three yards on rushing when you figure uh, the uh, thrown for losses. Passing yardage is 160. Kenneth's nine for 16. Offensive plays 26 yard, uh, 26 plays for 163 yards. For East Central, they have also nine first downs. They have 27 yards rushing for 193 yards. Passing yards is 58 yards on three for four throwing. Both teams have one interception. Total yards for the Trojan, 251 yards. Time of possession, Harrison, nine minutes and 30, 26 seconds. East Central, 12 minutes and nine seconds. And uh, that is the halftime. Thank you very much, Chuck. That is your halftime Stats report presented by Ivy Tech Community College. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. We're going to take a break on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. When we come back, more analysis of this game so far. East Central leading Harrison at the half, 21-14, to and the 2018 edition of the War of I-74. You've got it live on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Want to do your banking with a financial institution that will always be locally owned? Community Spirit is owned by its credit union members. Think outside the bank and join Community Spirit Credit Union by October 1st. You'll be entered to win a Bengals prize package. It includes two tickets to a game, a $100 gift card, and an autographed football. See Branch for details on Industrial Drive in Lawrenceburg or visit communityspiritcu.org. NCUA. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Discover why students choose Ivy Tech Community College. It's not just the affordable tuition and flexible scheduling. You can also transfer your Ivy Tech credits to a four-year college. Ivy Tech Lawrenceburg and Batesville campuses offer degrees in business, healthcare, robotics, and more. Apply at ivytech.edu. At United Community Bank, we want to help jumpstart your summer. That's why we're offering customers $200 when they open a UCB checking account. That's $200 you can use to take the family to Kings Island, a ball game, or just out for ice cream. A lot of ice cream. You'll also get free online banking and bill pay, free mobile app, free UCB debit card, not to mention access to more than 2,000 fifth third ATMs and a level of customer service you'll only find at UCB. That's more than a better way to bank. It's the perfect way to jumpstart your summer. United Community Bank, your community, your bank. Certain restrictions apply. Member FDIC. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. 
Why fight big city traffic to drive to a dealership with big city overhead, markups, and headaches? This is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford. If you can hear my voice right now, you're probably no more than 30 minutes away from a more enjoyable way to buy a car, truck, or SUV. Eliminate the errand and enjoy the experience, the drive, and your new ride. See what we're all about at JimTrueFord.com and then come see us on US 52 in relaxing Brookville. Welcome to the Jim True Ford family. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show, the most trusted name in the car business, East Central leading Harrison at the half, 21-14. to 14. Both teams will be making their way out of the locker room for their uh, pre-third quarter warm-ups here in just a few minutes. But the... Harrison High School Band performing on the field here at Bill Cunts Field right now. And, of course, uh, they have heavy hearts uh, as of late with the loss of a Harrison High School student uh, a few weeks ago. Kayla Durler uh, died in a crash in Butler County back on Wednesday, August 8th. Was a drum major in the band. Uh, fortunately, was involved in a wreck on Millville Road in Butler County and just uh, received her driver's license and ended up getting in an accident and uh, passing away in that accident, unfortunately, the daughter of uh, the leaders at LifeSpring Community Church in Harrison, uh, Jeff and Julie Durler. Uh, that's where the vigil was held earlier this month uh, for a lot of students. And despite it was uh, still summer break, board uh, certainly got around pretty quick, and all the students kind of rallied to help out the Durler family and uh, pay tribute to Kayla that night. Pretty uh, heartfelt candlelight ceremony, and uh, also sharing a moment of silence prior to the start of this game here tonight at Harrison High School in remembrance of Kayla Durler and uh, their performance by the Harrison High School band out on the field right now. You Will Never Walk Alone, the name of the song that they are playing, uh, dedicated to Kayla as well. It's always sad when those things happen uh, to anyone, but uh, especially when it's somebody so young and somebody uh, so lovely as uh, Kayla, Kayla Durler was. And she will be long remembered here at Harrison High School, remembered for her love of God and books. But a pretty entertaining YouTube channel. Kind of writing some of the news stories about Kayla in the wake of that tragedy. I was kind of learning a little bit about her and came upon her uh, YouTube channel where she did book reviews and stuff. And she was actually a pretty, uh, uh, pretty nice personality, pretty funny. And, uh, yeah, Harrison High School won't be the same without her. All right, the teams back out on the field, warming up for the third quarter. As they do that, Chuck, let's uh, discuss, perhaps, tonight's star of the game. That's presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Won't name the official stars of the game until uh, the scheme goes final, but here at the half, we can kind of look and see who our stat leaders are so far tonight. If you had to give a star of the game or a star of the first half out for East Central, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Eric Grossmeyer would be your man. 13 carries for 106 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. With Maxwell very close, he's made two outstanding passes. Um, he's directed the offense, and uh, if you watch him, he's made some nice blocks too. Uh, but he, you know, a couple of those, he is he is such a he's become a master. Uh, of deception, really behind uh, behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, he, you can't. You 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 saw the one time we didn't we didn't we weren't sure who had the ball, and right. that, that's that's pretty good. Uh, he's he's really gotten 
excellent at that aspect of the game. There's the, there's the, here comes the powder. Yeah, there's the baby powder from the Harrison student section, right on cue. Yeah. Prior to the start of the second half. That's and a, as for Harrison, if we had to name a star of the first half for them, I don't think there's any question about this one as well. Connor Kinnett, yep. their uh, junior quarterback, uh, passing so far tonight. 9 of 16 for 160 yards, has two passing touchdowns and an interception. And uh, Kenneth has ran five times for six yards in losses. And he's uh, he's been very impressive. His arm is uh, something to behold. Yes, he, he's and he's only a junior. Uh, he, he's just going to get better. And most of his receivers, I believe, are juniors also. Uh, that, that powder that they did this year is, a, is a, a sad comment from last year. I mean, last year... It, I can't explain it. It, it looked like, um, I don't know, sometimes when the fall comes in, you know what I'm talking about? You, you remember that? I mean, you couldn't see. It was crazy. Uh, your stars of the game presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Herlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and see why 25 years of repeat customers keep on coming back. And it looks like there's just enough breeze to carry the cloud of baby powder away from the field, unlike last year when the baby powder ended up uh, it was just, a lot heavier, and it ended up, the cloud of it, very thick, you couldn't even see the stands on the opposite side of the field through it, it just camped out right over uh, the middle of the football field up in St. Leon last year, and because of that, they had to delay the start of the second quarter, and they ended up throwing a penalty Black. the officials did against the Harrison student section and uh, of course coach Derek Rehage wasn't real happy about that he loves to see the enthusiasm from the, the student section and see them out there cheering their team on but when it starts costing you penalty yardage it's absolutely to reel it in a little bit speaking of which East Central last week they had penalty problems I think they had 80 yards in penalties which uh, uh, were killed rise as you well know but tonight they, they I think they have one or two and uh Mm-hmm. Kind of, inco- you know, not uh, not terribly important penalties uh, as penalties go. So, uh, if they, that's a, a big plus, and if they can continue to do that, Harrison. Um, now they were plagued early, like it seemed like in that one series they had three, uh, but they played a, a relatively clean game also. All right, this has been the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. When we come back, we'll have the third quarter of action after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Are you looking for a place for your business to call home? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Would you like your business to thrive in a unique community that's growing? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Do you want your business to be part of a proud, historic community that has its eyes on the future? Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Year-round events, convenient location, great community. Lawrenceburg is open for business. Lawrenceburg-in.com. Guys, gals, this is Barney from Car Country. You've been by my lot in Aurora. You see that I got a problem. You can't make a left into my lot. We've got some fixes for you. Go up the road to Wilson Creek, make a left, turn around in Big Lot's parking lot, come back to our parking lot. Again, carcountry.me, Facebook, visit me at our lot if you can get there. But if you can't, don't forget, I'll send a guy to get you. Hey, it's Double T, Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Getting ready for the start of the third quarter between East Central and Harrison. 
call if they're going to put more time on the clock, allowing them to warm up for the third quarter. It appears yeah, they that did. they are. They just slapped another three minutes up there, so jumping the gun here a little bit. The start of the third quarter, we thought it'd be starting about now, but uh, apparently not. Now the Harrison team does make their way to the sidelines. But we can always uh, discuss a, a few other things going on if uh, you Missed the scoreboard update earlier during the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan halftime show. Here's what we know going on across the tri-state so far at the half. Rushville leading Franklin County 7-6. to six. And here's a surprise one at the half. Milan leading Lawrenceburg 11-8. Doesn't sound like a football score, but it is. At the half, South Dearborn stunning Batesville a little bit, 14 to nothing. At halftime, Oldenburg Academy leading Edinburgh 22-8. to That game being played in Edinburgh this evening. New Richmond has a 14-6 lead over Taylor at the half. Simon Kenton and Connor were 17-10. to Simon Kenton, and that game last we heard was in a lightning delay about half an hour ago. And Cooper leading Cubcalf. Pardon me, Cubcalf leading Cooper 27-0 in the second quarter was the last update we heard on that. Contest And, of course, Elliot Levy back in the studios will have another scoreboard update for you coming at the end of the third quarter, which we are about to begin. East Central, they did win the opening coin toss, and they elected to receive the game opening kickoff. So Harrison will be receiving the kickoff to open the second quarter. They trail East Central 21-14. to And uh, Connor Kinnett could have been 21-7 to easily at the half, but Connor Kennett was able to drive the Harrison Wildcats offense down the field with about a minute and a half to go in the second quarter and got them into the end zone on a pass from 15 yards out to C.J. Young with about 30 seconds remaining. We're uh, getting to know Connor Kennett a little bit, the new quarterback for the Harrison Wildcats, taking over for Frankie Young, uh, it was last year's Southwestern Ohio Conference Athlete of the Year in football. Connor says football is his favorite sport. Says his uh, strengths are his dual threat ability, throwing and running, of course, his strong arm. But he's looking to improve his speed. And wouldn't that be a scary prospect for opposing defenses oh. to deal with? Here's an onside kick. And it I might don't be think... recovered by Harrison at the 45-yard line. Indeed it is. Harrison football. Now, I don't know that that was supposed to be an onside kick. It was supposed to be, I think, a squib kick, and it ended up the East Central player on the front line there was just not expecting it, and as he turned around to go back and play coverage, the ball hit him, and Harrison able to get on top of it. I mean, I don't think – I mean, if it was an onside kick, it's the hardest onside kick I ever saw in my Trying life. To bounce it off the opposing player, yeah. Maybe a squib kick or something, or maybe he just missed it, but that, that thing was roaring at him, and uh, – you're an offensive. If, when you're up there, something like that, you're supposed to get out of the way and let it uh, go on back. But he didn't have much of a he chance. Well, he was on the front line. He's only 10 yards away from the football, and it was kicked by uh, well, I said, Kyle Farfstein, and he put some juice on it. So even if he wanted to dodge it and knew it had been coming, I don't know if he'd have the reaction time to get out of the way. Let's see if they go deep right after a turnover. Not sure that was intentional. I just think it's a fortunate bounce for Harrison. There's holding. God, how can, how can they not call the right. holding? Kennett passing to the hash mark, and it is caught or not. 
They had C.J. Young makes the catch at the East Central 38-yard line. There was uh, the crowd is right. Usually the crowd, crowd crowd's wrong, but that there was a holding over here on uh, Carmen. He, he he was being held. He was looking at the official waving at him. Second down and one after that nine-yard completion to C.J. Young, and it'll be a run by Reardon, and he'll be close to the first down. Not sure he got it. It'll be third and inches now for Harrison. This uh, second half not getting off to a very good start at all for East Central. Well, one way to keep their, you know, the rush down is to hold him, but I think you know that's it's illegal. But it's not. It's okay as long as you don't get caught. 21-14 21-14 EC, but Harrison getting the what was essentially an onside kick to open up the half here. Here's a defensive player for East Central jumping across the line early. And that will be a first down for Harrison by way of a penalty. By the way, in the first half, East Central, they had nine first downs. So, so far, nine Free wings, the Buffalo Wings and Reigns in Greendale tonight after the game for East Central fans. Basically, BOGO Wings amounting to the number of first downs for East Central tonight. After the game, only a Buffalo Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive in Greendale. Here's Kennett in the pocket under pressure, and he goes down. Connor Kennett sacked. Was that Kyle Crumman? I believe it Coming was. In there and doing it once he's, again. He's been very active tonight. It'll be a loss of about five yards, second and 15, back at the 38-yard line for Harrison now. Kyle Crumman has been a man possessed tonight on defense for the Trojans. Kennett will be in the shotgun for the Wildcats. He's got trip wides to his left, one wide to the right. He's looking to the right, then back left, pass over the middle. It's going to be caught by Levi Tidwell, and he will find his way up to the 25-yard line. About a yard shy of the first down, he goes down in the middle of the field. That was a great pick on the top of the, uh, on the left-hand side as the inside receiver went out and uh, bumped off the cover man and allowed the split in, the wide receiver to come in on a slant. 21-14, 9.23 to go, third quarter, Kennett takes the snap. Hit in the backfield, spins away from a tackle, evades another tackle. Now he's off and running, and he'll get the first down, making his way to the 18-yard line before he is finally tackled by East Central's Nathan Griffin. Also in there on the stop for EC was Andrew, Evan Grywe. Now how about Kennett there, keeping that play alive with his feet? He's a strong kid, 6'3", 225. You, you just can't bump him. you got to knock him down. Said he wanted to become the, he was a dual threat. Wanted to put that into his game, and that's something he's done successfully and was exhibited perfectly on that last play. Right. Pass out to the left side, it's complete to Jace Fetty, and it'll go for a short gain of about a yard. Second and nine coming up next for Harrison at the East Central 10 yard line. He's on, he's on about the 17. He's on the right hash and makes, throws a frozen rope to the left hash on that uh, bubble screen that covered pretty well by the Trojans. Second and eight at the 16 officially. It's marked. Two wide to the left, two wide to the right. Reardon in the backfield. Man in motion. Kennett. Here's Reardon picking up the block. Crumman sheds him off, however, and Crumman makes another sack for EC. 
what a great job by Crummins tonight. We may want to rethink this uh, most valuable player thing, too, if this <laughs> continues. He's been a force on defense, to say the least. He now has two sacks on this drive alone. He's made a host of tackles so far. Letting that hair flow out of that black helmet. He's an easy one to spot on the field. Reardon picked him up nicely initially on the block by the halfback, but Grumman just shoved him off of him and was able to corral Kennett and take him down for the sack. Deep slant. Here's a third down for Harrison. Over the middle of the field, Kennett a little bit rushed there. He was looking for C.J. Young, and it falls incomplete. Out a little bit too far in front of Young. Fourth down and... 10 to go. Ball on the 18-yard line now for Harrison. Will they field kick a goal? field goal? Looks like they're trying to change their personnel. Little field goal attempt. Yep. It will be Farfseen out there. They'll set it. And it'll be about a 35-yard field goal. He's got it. I, I watched him. He's got enough foot. Farfseen last year. Oh, he's got 11. it. He knocked that through. His longest was 40 last year, and he gets this one to go from 35. Good job by Kyle Farsing, the Harrison kicker. And that makes it 21-17. to 17. East Central still with the lead. They should have had the football to start the third quarter, but an unfortunate bounce for the Trojans. It resulted in what was the equivalent of an onside kick going the way of Harrison. We're going to take a break. Back with more in the third quarter after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. It's hard to believe it's back to school time already. Whether you're looking for something safe and reliable for your college or high schooler to get around or looking for something new for yourself, you'll find the answer at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Save on quality pre-owned vehicles from the most trusted name in the car business, Whitewater Motor Company. Visit the lot in Milan or browse the entire inventory online at whitewatermotorcompany.com. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. to go, third quarter. Kyle Farsing showing off his leg, booting through a 35-yard field goal kick for Harrison. Makes it 21-17. Harrison will kick Uh-oh. this one to the sideline, and is it recovered inbounds? No, it's not out of bounds. Harrison nearly came up with another. Oh, they threw a kick. flag. Oh, it's going to be illegal procedure, go. kicking it out of bounds on the kickoff. They kicked it toward the sideline. I'm not sure if that was intentional. Might have just been off the side of the foot of a farf seam, and that first kick to start the third quarter might have also been a errant kick off his the, foot. The first one, I'm pretty sure, was a mistake. They may have been trying to drop that just behind the front line. Because we had a deep uh, receiver back here, kind of no man's land. I've seen teams do that. Lawrenceburg used to do it all the time. So East Central with their first play from scrimmage here in the third quarter. First and ten at the 35-yard line for EC. Alex Maxwell, the quarterback under center, pitches to Rosemeyer. He already has 100 yards rushing tonight. Give him a couple more there. Second down and eight coming up next for the Trojans. One of the things I just saw there was the corner coming up, taking outside contain right now as soon as he saw that pitch. Number eight, Frank Hauser. He came up. He was coming up. He wasn't coming up that quick in the first. Yeah. 
Inside seven to go in the third. East Central second down. It's Fike getting the pitch, trying to cut it right up the middle, and he'll be stopped after gaining a couple more for East Central. That should set up third down and about five to go from the 40 for EC. Here's a nice little uh, touch from the East Central students. Told you during the halftime show about Kayla Durler, the Harrison High School student who uh, tragically passed away in a car accident earlier this month. Now the Marching Trojans, the East Central High School band, uh, presented a gift at halftime of the football game tonight in Harrison of $1,122 for Kayla Durler. The money will be used to send their 2019 drum major to camp and to purchase well, he's got somebody out there. Kayla's honor. Here's Maxwell passing. He completes the college worth. The big boy. A little waggle. A little and waggle pass. He is a first down into Harrison territory. Tackled at the 42-yard line. The tight end, the big tight end, with his second catch of the night. Give him now three on the season. That was a... Collinsworth, not the fastest guy out there, but he is big and it, well, wasn't any, one on one. it wasn't any problem spotting him out there. There was not. <laughs> All was, six foot six, uh, 270 pounds of him. You don't even have to see his number on the jersey. There's no confusing him with any of the other East Central receivers. He probably weighs twice what they weigh. Here's a handoff to Rosemeyer. Dodges a tackle in the backfield. Now off and running. One man to beat. To the inside the line. 10. And he's taken down inside the 10, making the touchdown saving tackle is Blake Cox for Harrison, but not before another big run for Eric Rosemeyer. First and goal for the Trojans at the seven yard line. That's a 35 yard scamper for Eric Rosemeyer. And he already has two touchdowns tonight, nearly had number three right there, if not for the effort of Blake Cox. Nice job. They've really had a lot more luck going over that left side mm-hmm. of the Harrison line. All right, that's where we've seen the big runs come yep. tonight. Every single one of them. Rosie, as his teammates call him, 35-yard run. Maxwell goes under center. Okay. It'll be Fike going to the right side. He's going to walk into the end zone untouched. ECTD. Seven yards out, Jake Fike. Runs it in for the Trojans. It is his first touchdown tonight. Second on the season for Jake. East Central goes up by 10, 27-17, and Browndike will be out to kick the extra point. East Central answers the Harrison field goal with a touchdown. No better way to answer it. Browndike ready to kick it through. On the way, and it is good. 28-17, five and a half to go, third quarter. Trojans advantage. We'll see how Harrison responds after this on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. You want a new Ford, you say? Let Hag Ford lead the way. We offer the selection, pricing, and customer experience you have been searching for. We have over 58 years of experience. Let's not forget that wide selection of 130 used vehicles to choose from, including a multitude of Ford-certified pre-owned vehicles. That's right, they come with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty, roadside assistance, and much more. You can get all the details at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, 
We are the difference. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. And we're back at Harrison High School. Jake Fike, a seven-yard touchdown run, gives East Central an 11-point lead over Harrison, 28-17 to in the third quarter. Dyke ready to kick it away. He's not allowed many return opportunities this season as he usually puts it into the end zone. But this one will be returned. It is fielded and then dropped back into the end zone by Harrison's return man. I believe that was Brett Ryan Statler. Couldn't quite handle that kick. And he was standing right on the goal line. And when he dropped it, it landed in the end zone. And that's an automatic touchback. So Harrison will start this drive at the 20. It is really very difficult for most high school teams to go 80 yards without making a mistake, a penalty or something. But, uh, of course, we saw Connor Kennett do it and uh, against uh, East Central's prevent defense. So Harrison offense back out there. He did it a minute 40. Trailing by 11. Kennett, no quarterback. Sacked twice on the last Harrison possession. He still managed to get a field goal out of it. Rolling to his right, then looking back left. He'll throw over the middle of the nice field. Nice play. Broken up by Devin Donaworth. Kennett was looking for C.J. Young for what would have been about a seven-yard completion where the play was made, but Donaworth hit him as the ball got there and jarred it loose for an incompletion. Perfect timing. Hit him, hit him as soon as he touched the ball. Just the way you... If you're a defensive back coach, your back coach, you're very pleased with that one. That's why Devin Donnerworth, last year as just a sophomore, was an all-Eastern Indiana Athletic Conference safety. Draw. Kennett will run this one. And dodges a Not. couple tackles, but unable to find some real running room. They'll move it forward to the 22-yard line. Third down and eight next up for Harrison. Score update, Oldenburg 34, Edinburgh 8. This is important, Mike. Harrison needs to at least get a first down. Big big play for the Wildcats. Quick substitution here for the Wildcats. That or they're just late getting Ryan Statler out there. Yep. Ryan Statler just late to get onto the field. They'll line up wide to the left where there are three wideouts. A hitch and go nope. down the sideline looking for Jay Steady, and he wasn't able to get there quick enough. And with him there, step for step, was the corner for East Central, Chase Ludwig. Ball falls incomplete. And Eight. now fourth down and seven, and Harrison will be forced to that, punt it away. Earlier, remember when I told you they would do that, that kind of stop? The, 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 the receiver didn't sell it. He's got to go down, turn around, and take that little extra second. Now, maybe Something he, wasn't right about the timing there either, because no. if he does try to sell it more, it probably slows him down even more, and Kennett had thrown the ball kind of early. Well, he was under pressure. That you know, he, He's like most quarterbacks. Oh, this is a bad Bad one. punt off the side of the foot. It lands only at the 40-yard line, but it will take uh, Harrison bounce across the 50 and be down at the 48 on the East Central side. Could have been a lot worse mm-hmm. for... Max Meisel, the Harrison punter, and his teammates had uh, that ball not rolled about another 15 yards from where it hit. 
shy of the 40-yard line. So East Central, if they're going to score this time, will have to go 51 yards. Trojans winning the field position battle here in the third quarter, certainly. Absolutely. Off to a not a great start, but uh, since that, they were able to stop it for just a field goal, and they had to be fairly pleased with that. Four and a half to go, third quarter, East Central 28. Harrison 17, Trojans with the ball. They've been in this most of this double wing with a split Nick most of the evening. Griffin, the only man in the backfield for East Central. It'll be a hand off to Rosemeyer. He'll go wide open down the left sideline. He's taken off. It's a foot race to the end zone. Rosemeyer will outrun the would-be tackler and get in for his third touchdown of the night. That one, 51 yards. Eric Rosemeyer. Bouncing back in a big way from last week's 14-yard rushing performance. I think that probably puts him over 200 at this point. Got to be close. Yep. And that will give East Central a commanding 34-17 to lead with 4.13 to go in the third quarter. Wow. That, that's that uh, reverse, the pitch reverse, and uh, been very, very good for the Trojans tonight. Brown Dyke, extra point. Plenty of distance. And it's through, 35-17. Harrison needs to get something going offensively, and they got to stop bleeding and figure out something on defense. They, uh, coordinator Andy Dalton for, Har- for Harrison is an East Central graduate, had a great college career at Hanover College as a Panther down there, and now coaching as Harrison's defensive coordinator. He's got to do something strategically there to to find a way to bottle up Eric Rosemeyer. Yeah, uh, he's. Uh, what's happening is those backers over there are picking up because they run that pitch so well. That power pitch, you've got to, you've got to, uh, you know, respect it. But if it, if it's run behind you, you have got to stay home. You, you're not going to make the tackle on that side. Uh, and as soon as you see the pitch, you got to think reverse. And they're not doing it. And also, the guard is just clearing. I mean, you know, there's some really good blocking over there. But a lot of it's they're taking themselves out of the play. 4-13 remaining on the clock in the third quarter. East Central ready to kick it away. Let's see if Harrison doesn't finally get a chance to return a kick for once. You think he'd get tired, wouldn't you? He's been kicking a lot tonight as Brown Dyke. Nope. And it's kicked halfway into the end zone and rolls out the back. What a that's what a man. That's great. You got you got a kid that's gonna knock it in the Force the other team every single time to come go 80 yards. Caden Browndike, actually not the only Browndike on the East Central football roster. In fact, the other one is his sister. That's a Sophie Browndike, a freshman, 143 pounds. She's out there. See her warming up. Hasn't seen any game action yet, I don't think. But uh, Sophie, one of the girls on the East Central high school football team. Caden, uh, I mean. He comes from a good bloodline of kickers. Didn't his father kick? At LSU. Um, yeah, at LSU. So That's not too shabby, is it? Sure, he got some pointers from Pops growing up. Option. 35-17. Kennett in trouble. Trying to dance away from tacklers. And he will be tackled for a loss at the 11-yard line. I don't know why he didn't pitch that ball. Should have done something with it. That was not going anywhere. East Central keeping Kennett in the pocket and then he, taking him down. He had such a great week last uh, game last week 
That option is is there if he'll just put pitch it. Yep. That puts him one on one. You got got to like a little one on one in open field. Stack up, stack up trip wide receivers on the right side. Does Harrison Kennett throws it? They find a spot right there over the middle of the field, and it is caught by Chase Betty. He had a knee on the ground when he made the catch, so it'll be marked down at the spot where he caught it, which is the 28-yard line. It'll bring up third down and about two to go. Harrison might be getting uh, to the point where they might think about going for it on fourth down. They're down, what, three scores at this point, 35-17. They might be thinking, like, next year, last year, we'll come back, we'll come back. Came back from 21-0 in the second half last year at East Central. Here's a pass completed for a first down. Connor Kennett able to hook up with Fetty once again. He catches it. He goes down right away after being tackled at the 40, pardon me, the 37. Just enough yardage to pick up the first. First down at 10 for the Wildcats. Harrison rolling him out now, getting trying to get him away from pressure. They did a nice job of blocking. Uh, he threw that one that would, would be uh, outside the left end when he made the pass. Wide's on the right side, and somebody jumped. I want to tell you something. Their coach right now is hot because your wide receiver is out there. He should not be doing that. You know, that's just a killer. Not a, if it's a running team, it's really bad. Passing team, it hurts, but obviously they can pick up big yardage quick. But you, you can't have your wide outs. You know, you're really supposed to be watching the ball. C.J. Young was the offender there. But he gets yelled at tomorrow. Way on the bet. Probably can yell that right now from the sideline. As a second play, here is run. He's probably still hearing it. Here's Kennett under pressure. Pulse thrown and then incomplete. That's a I think pass. it was it was a pass. Now, I'm yeah. not sure he threw it to the man he wanted to throw it to. I think his arm got hit as he was throwing it forward. It was a forward pass, certainly, or at least would qualify as one. And it ended up hitting some wildcat in the hands. And they couldn't hold on to it. Ended up dropping it for an incompletion. So it'll now be second down and... 15, the ball on the 32 for Harrison. They got a one-on-one situation at the top of the formation. I can't believe they haven't gone there. Three wide on the right, one wide on the left, and Reardon in the backfield with Kinnett. Two and a half to go, third quarter. Kinnett looking downfield. Now he has to spin out, running to his left toward the sideline, and he just spikes it toward the sideline. That's Great. He's about to lose some yardage on that run. Great coverage. There was nobody open. Uh, he was chased out of the pocket again, rolled to his left, and there was just nobody smart on his part to uh, throw it away. Third long. Screen pass. What do you think? See, third down and 15 at the 32 for Harrison. Trip wides on the right side, one wide on the left. Kinnett takes a snap, looking, has a little time here to throw. He'll step up in the pocket, throws it deep over the middle. That laser rocket arm of Kinnett. The pass a little bit too hot to handle, maybe not exactly on target. I think he was looking for Rocky Weber, a sophomore whiteout downfield. He had a lot of time. I don't know if... That was a three-man rush because they've been really putting pressure on him. He had all day back there. I mean, look, he had people. He had more than a couple people 
30, 35 yards downfield. Max Meisel ready to punt the football away for Harrison. They trail 35-17 with 2.14 to go in the third quarter. Maybe one of the last few times we see them punt if they can't pick up first nice down. Nice punt. Donaldworth backtracking, fields it at the 25. Running up the middle. Oh, he ran into his own guy. Guy face-to-face. That had to hurt. And they are both a little slow to get up. Ouch. Donaldworth gets up. And also popping up there. Who was that? Number eight. 33, I think. 33. That would be Cole Veal. I think Cole Veal was looking for somebody to block. And when he turned around, he ended up getting a face full of Devin Donaldworth. But they're both apparently okay. And the Trojans' offense will be back out onto the field as Donaldworth returns it to the 41-yard line. 2-0-1 to go, third quarter. Trojans with a comfortable lead at the moment, 35-17. Just need to execute. Try and get out of Harrison with the win here tonight. Hand off to Fike. And a reverse. And second handoff to Rosemeyer. That's been an effective play tonight on a couple occasions for the Trojans. And Rosemeyer that time only able to get a couple yards on it as he takes it forward to the 43. Second down coming up. Came right back with that long touchdown run. Minute and a half in the third and counting. Be sure and stay tuned at the end of the third quarter. Elliot Levy will be along to give you your Eagle Country 99-3 scoreboard update of other games going on across the area. Milan trying to pull off a shocker against Lawrenceburg There's tonight. There's the fullback. Bang. Here's Griffin, the fullback, stumbling and bumbling across <laughs> midfield. He'll get the apparent first down. That's another first down for East Central presented by Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale. Another BOGO wink tonight at Buffalo Wings and Rings for every East Central fan wearing team apparel or with a ticket to the game tonight. Get the ultimate sports restaurant experience at Buffalo Wings and Rings. If Griff takes a left-hand turn, there's nothing there. There's nobody between him and the goalpost, but he's like, he is definitely a straight-ahead runner. I think he likes to contact too. Oh, much I, to I know he does. It. I know he does. Two wide receivers set for East Central here. Maxwell's in the shotgun. He's going to throw it down the sideline. East Central going for the jugular, and it's incomplete, just beyond the reach of David Badescu down the right side. That's a perfect pass, though. The only by the only person is going to catch that is your receiver. It's right on the sideline. Defensive man, he's got him led. Uh, if the receiver makes a great catch, great, but he's not, we're not going, to, he's not going to turn the ball over. Perfectly placed. Second down and ten after the incompletion. Forty-five seconds to go in the third quarter. Second and ten. Maxwell back under center. And off to Rosemeyer, then a flip to Pike. Right side. Pike. He could be That's gone. Through. He could be. He's got a first down. He's still running to the 20. 10. And uh-huh. track down at about the 5. That's going to be first and goal for East Central on a long run by Jake Pike. Making the stop for Harrison, I believe, was a safety, Sam Heimkreider. His nickname, Slime. <laughs> and he might feel a little bit icky after that play. First in goal for East Central. They mark him out at the six. Jake Fike. Big yardage for the sophomore tailback of East Central on that play. And we're going to have a timeout here called. Sure. Who's calling the timeout I, here? I couldn't. They don't tell. They didn't tell us. 
Regardless, 33 seconds to go in the third quarter. East Central leading 35-17 and now knocking on the door with a first and goal at the six-yard line. You know, it's kind of been a common theme uh, throughout the week leading up to this game and how competitive this matchup usually is and has been in recent history. The last four games all decided by four points or less in within the last minute. But if this keeps up, Chuck, I don't know that it's going to go that way. Well, as long as East Central don't go with that uh, prevent defense, I think they'll be okay. So we're, oh, we're going to go in. the press box now that apparently lightning was spotted, and that is no good. Because now we got to wait a half hour. The rule in Ohio is the same as is as it is in Indiana. 30-minute delay due to the lightning. So while the play has stopped, East Central remains on the sideline. Harrison, they are going for the locker room. Here at Harrison, I don't believe they have a visitor's locker room per se. Usually no. just parked over by the buses on the end of the field. They got a barn over there. I guess they could go in. Or on the bus. Or on the bus, yeah. I don't know if the officials are going to make the Trojans go take shelter somewhere with that lightning spotted in the area. And there's another flash right there. Reset that 30-minute clock. Chuck, what do you say we pull up the radar? All right. You're, you're, you're the computer man. Weather man tonight. Yeah. Yeah, just go to the weather page at EqualCountryOnline.com. And the handy-dandy interactive radar there shows us that, indeed, there is some storm activity in the area this evening. Just coming across the state line into southeast Indiana, seeing some green and red and yellow. Now the East Central Trojans football team is going to go and march on over into... I think they're going to put them in the gym over in Harrison High School near the stadium here. Take cover. Now, looks like what I'm seeing on the radar is most of the weather is to our south. There's a pretty big red cell that extends from about Cleves down to Florence. But there's some stuff trailing behind that that's out in central Dearborn County right now. Might be tracking up this way towards I-74 in the Harrison area. So we could end up getting wet here before very long, and I think the fans may be starting to realize that. They may be heading to take some shelter, too. And well, a lot of the I'm looking at the track of this storm, and based on the movement, it's pretty much coming straight out of the south, so we might actually get walloped by that big red cell. Learning some other games in Cincinnati getting delayed. Cool rain in St. X. That's uh, been put off for a little bit. Games in Kenton County uh, also being delayed this evening. Thank you, Mark. So it might be a little while before we get the rest of the game in here tonight, Chuck, if at all. Now there's still a long way to go in this one. I mean, it's a 35-17 game in East Central. They're first and goal at the six. But I don't think anybody's going to, by any means, want to call this a completed game. I think if this were no. the score and there were 33 seconds left in the fourth quarter, we might just call it a night. But with a whole other quarter yet to be played, uh, we might oh, yeah. end up back here tomorrow night, you know, or it could end up being a very, very late night tonight. Late night tonight, or maybe a day game tomorrow. So, again, just looking at the storm radar here at EagleCountryOnline.com. The storm moving right up the Ohio River. And we're going to get a pounding here in just a few minutes in Harrison. You can feel that breeze starting to kick up. 
ushering the storm in. So batten down the hatches, Chuck. I think we're going to need to close the windows here. And as far as programming here on Eagle Country 99.3 with this uh, lightning delay, which we would anticipate going on for a little while this evening. It's going to be at least a half hour. We know that for sure. I think we're going to have to throw it back to the studio and uh, just bring you some great country music here on your hometown radio station. So we'll check in as uh, we deem necessary and update you on what the situation is. You can also keep an eye on our Twitter account, Twitter, uh, at Eagle993. And uh, we'll let you know what exactly is going on with the situation here as far as the football game is concerned. And uh, Elliot Levy back in the studio, he'll be bringing you some updates as far as the weather uh, itself is concerned and if there's any reason you need to take shelter as these storms move into the tri-state. They just saw, saw a big uh, a big streak of lightning, and they and they figured out they're sitting on aluminum uh, <laughs> so that, you know, maybe it's probably a good idea maybe to vacate the area. Perhaps. All right, we're going to send it back to you, uh, Elliot Levy, in the studio. We'll bring you a scoreboard update after this break, and then uh, we'll have some country music. And, again, stay tuned. If you're an East Central and Harrison fan, we'll try and update you as needed on the situation here with this War of I-74 football game. Play suspended with 33 seconds in the third quarter. East Central 35, Harrison 17. This is Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station, is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. come to our door, we'll come to yours. We offer delivery service of your prescriptions along with other products to the local area. We accept most major credit cards to make delivery transactions easy and safe. It is important to us to provide the best overall service in town. DeVille Pharmacy is your family's hometown pharmacy with three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg, and Rising Sun. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, y'all, it's Crazy Harry here. Come see me at the Tom TP Auto Center. If I'm not out shooting, hunting, boating, drinking beer, that sounds like the perfect country western song. Hometown Sports Station is your hometown radio station. Elliot Levy here at the Eagle Country Sports Desk. We're in a bit of a delay right here, nearing the end of the third quarter, and it's time for your third quarter scoreboard update. 35-17 here as East Central is leading Harrison. Again, we are on a lightning delay, 30 minutes, but there still is some lightning in the area, so that could be a little longer. Franklin County down 6-7 at Rushville. Milan at Lawrenceburg. Milan's winning that one 17-8, and they're also under a weather delay. South Dearborn is up 14-0 at Batesville at the end of the third quarter. North Decatur at Monroe Central, notched at zero. Oldenburg up 34-14 at Edinburgh. Moving on to Ohio, Taylor hosting New, New Richmond. New Richmond's up 14-6 in that one. Ryle at Boone County is on a rain delay, as well as Connor and Simon Kenton. Lightning delay as well. Simon Kenton's up 17-10 to 10 in that one. And Coving- Covington Catholic up 27 to nothing 
at Cooper, also on a lightning delay. Walton Verona at Holmes. Walton Verona is winning that one, 28 to nothing. And on delay will resume tomorrow at 10 a.m. due to lightning. That's all for your third quarter scoreboard update. You're listening to Eagle Country 99.3. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. We are back at Harrison High School on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com, where East Central and Harrison has been suspended in the third quarter with 33 seconds to go. And that's due to lightning in the area. And if you've looked at the radar here in the past half hour or so, you know why, because there's uh, a lot of storms moving up here, and lightning continues to crash all around us here at Bill Kuntz Stadium in Harrison. So just announced on the PA system, this game is going to be postponed until tomorrow at 7 p.m. That's when Harrison and East Central will resume with 33 seconds to go in the third quarter. East Central leading 35 to 17. So, Chuck, any uh, analysis from you as far as that goes? You were a head coach at one time. You've probably been through a few of these situations. I've had a ca- occasion to do this, and it's uh, nobody likes it. Harrison doesn't Especially like Especially on your Labor Day weekend. Yeah, and uh, um, but, you know, if you're Harrison, you, you, you're thinking, you know, uh, it stopped. I mean, the momentum was certainly in East Central's favor. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, you're hoping that this might make a difference. Uh, will it? Uh, probably not. But, uh, you know, they made a, a nice comeback last year. Anything can happen in football. You've been around it, Mike. You know it could happen. Uh, if you're East Central, you're thinking, man, we're, we, we got it rocking and rolling. Uh, this has got to be tough on them. But, uh, you know, it's what it is, right? I hate that saying, but it's pretty much true. To deal with it, you know, Mother Nature. She has the final say, apparently, and uh, she says we'll play football again tomorrow at 7 p.m. here at Harrison High School. Imagine if you bought a ticket to this game, you probably get back in. Probably get, even get in for free tomorrow. I don't know what the I exact think they did that last time, didn't they? There, yeah, yeah. yeah second consecutive time we've been to Harrison and had to deal with the delay that happened two years ago when East Central and Harrison played here. That right. game never even got started. Uh, when the lightning delay began and ended up getting postponed the entire game until uh, the following day on Saturday. So back at Harrison and uh, got close to three quarters in. But again, we have to wait until tomorrow to find out who is the winner of the War of I-74. So we're going to pack it up. I don't know uh, from a programming standpoint if we'll be able to pull things together to get the fourth quarter of action between East Central and Harrison on the air for you tomorrow. I got some stuff going on tomorrow. You do too. Uh, just a lot of logistical things going into planning these high school football broadcasts. So we'll see. Uh, monitor our Twitter page, uh, uh, also Facebook and uh, EagleCountryOnline.com for what the uh, decision there has uh, made as far as whether or not we'll be able to carry the conclusion of this game tomorrow on Eagle Country 99.3. And uh, be safe out there. Uh, get uh, to shelter if these storms uh, necess- necessitate that in your area this evening. And uh, for Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Perleberg. Also, thank you to Elliot Levy in the studio with the scoreboard updates tonight. He may stick with you a little while longer for any games that may still be going on to give you updates on those. And uh, from Harrison, thanks for tuning in, and so long.